Mm-hmm. Wow, no way. Yeah, Geezer Butler was learning how to play that, and it's from an opera called Mars. And if you listen to it, you can tell it's just da da da. Mm-hmm. That's you, all, cool. you only need a fraction of the notes in the actual opera. I mean, just two or three, and you've got your rock song. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. All right. What's up? What's up, you guys? Hello. Oh, we got a lot of people here already. This is cool. Hey, guess Janice. what? This is uh, this is Johnny Bean. Oh, yeah, Janice. I was going to say, send me a tweet reminding me about The Price is Right. We're going to talk about something. The Price is Right. We got some, uh, I guess, some, uh, I don't know, content. Uh, what else, you guys? If you guys like uh, live, like this show here, follow me on Twitch. I'll be live uh, over at uh, TwitchCon in Las Vegas, October 18th through the 24th. So make sure to follow me on Twitch. Link is in the... Uh, how do you spell Twitch? Link is in the chat. Wow, it's ASMR. ASMR candy time. And also, the NAM show is coming up. End of January, we will be there. We'll be there live. So make sure, make sure to, to watch. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Let's get to the big 10,600. I know we can do it. We're very close. All right, so here we go. This is Stratty Night, and we're going to talk about some cool stuff. Have a great time. We got some giveaways. I got a, a, I got a, some guitar picks to give away, and I, I know what you guys are thinking. More plain guitar picks? No, these are actually, these might be collectibles. I just found them in a, in a place. So I'll show you guys those. All right, Johnny Bean TV, Stratty Night. Here we go. me who was that oh yeah somebody just sent me a message on facebook i just heard the sound <laughs> yo what's going on you guys are we here why why am i deaf all of a sudden i don't know we're here right i don't know is, is hey. that johnny bean it is it is welcome you guys is that Ron? Is that Ron Gunner? Yes, it is. Very cool, man. And look at that. Jackson Guitars. That's what nice, pickup is that? Oh, this is a custom uh, wound by... Who's you know, it wound by? by Who? M MJ. <laughs> MJ. We're going to start early. Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan NAM 2023 in Anaheim, California. You are watching Jan, Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. And 
Thanks for all your support. It's a Pegasus, by the way. That's cool. So it has a regular yeah. humbucker and two like uh, humbucker uh, rails or whatever. It looks two like. hot rails. Hot rails. Yeah, two hot rails, and then uh, and then the MJ uh, Pegasus with I wanted in that neon green color. Mm-hmm. What does that run? Uh, what is uh, uh what's the uh, uh how hot is that? Seventeen something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's hot. Very nice. Wow. Speaking of hot, Norman, Oklahoma. Robbie the animal. Did you shave? No. Nope. What's what's different? Something's different. What? There's a fender in the background. That's what's different. <laughs> oh yes, there is. Are no, you reading sheet music? What are you doing? It's, it's Saturday night. Oh, this is my you know song I just wrote in case Lori comes by, but I don't think she will. Hmm. She's busy. She went to see her son play the drums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hello, everybody, man. Hey, hey, Peggy. Hey, Jeff. Daddy. What's Who's up, your you daddy? Who is your daddy, man? Not visible. Right. What's happening? Right on. Yeah, the gongs are in the other room, man. Are we going to get a tour? Another tour of, of the other room? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm finished. I'm officially finished with it now. Very good. <laughs> Very good, you guys. And also, from uh, Semi Semi Valley? Semi Valley, what California. Up? 40 Grit. He's outside the 5150 studio. Semi Valley. I'm outside of 5150. Uh, all is quiet here. Waiting for mm-hmm. Wolfgang sighting, but uh, nothing yet. And it's light out. Well, that only happens <laughs> when it's full moon. Let's play along. Let's uh, play along. And that's not semi valley, but yeah, I know. JP21, what's up? Very what's good. up, JP21? What's happening, what's Scott? Up? Lewis? Martin? Scott? Lewis? Martin? You guys, guess what? Something that's very cool is uh, if you'd like to help support this channel because we can use all the help we can get. Channel membership is the way you can do that. And the top tier of channel member- membership are the executive producers. And they are currently CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy, Laz, Sherman Callahan, 40 Grit from Semi Valley, John Moronic, Majestic PB and Jake Hat, Guitarman 45, Janice Lala, the intern, R Habs, Warlag, Patty Dill, Fairfield Guitar Co. That's Lewis. That's Lewis. And actually, I need to update this card because I think there's another top tier member that I haven't been reading for like a month. <laughs> and I've actually never seen their name in the chat. So maybe I don't know. But anyway, I'll, I'll get that updated uh, before the next show. Uh, so, yeah, channel membership. Consider becoming a channel membership. Get your name in green in the chat, like not visible. Like Jeff T, like Janice Lala, like, uh, let's see, Jeff T, like Robbie Stengel, looking for Lori. Uh, <laughs> Janice. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway, channel membership, top tier. And if you'd like to help in other ways, Super Chats, you can change the color of my lights. It's pretty cool. I've got these lights back here. They're, they're pretty awesome, and they look like this. 
like that, and you can change them and, and, and all that. Uh, we're also live on Facebook, Johnny Bean Facebook profile and Facebook video creator page where we got Facebook stars. It's like a yeah, super chat, but on Facebook and speaking of Facebook, we're live in the exclusively Van Halen group at 62,000 members. I got 400 people. I got to approve to get, to get in there. EVH gear fans, live group, EVH gear fans, live page, Johnny Bean TV group. And we're also live on X which is pretty cool and this is also a podcast on spotify so you can listen uh and enjoy hopefully that makes sense and speaking of that we're actually everywhere you can follow the johnny bean brand by going to uh www.johnnybean.link and that'll take you to other other places where we are such as Instagram, such as Reels, such as Mastodon, such as Cameo. I actually, I can make you guys shout out videos on Cameo. Uh, Spotify, Lemonade, uh, TikTok, Tumblr, Twitch. <clears throat> Everywhere there is, we are there. So consider, uh, consider all of that. Thank you. X. What? X. Yeah, X, you know. X? Not not Twitter. X. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's a change. Twitter will <laughs> always be known as Twitter. I, I don't know. think X will will really take over that. It's kind of fun for now, but eventually I, I can see it turning back into Twitter. Because they're still calling things you send out tweets. I saw that. They should be called X's. Mm -hmm. I thought they could call it twits. Mm-hmm. They've called it all kinds of stuff because Twitter's been around. I've been on there since 2008. So it's been around for quite a while. Don't forget to add the new channel member to the card. Thank you, Janice. I just got a, a tweet or a, an X. And Grease Monkey. let's talk. I What? Grease Monkey, I don't He asked a question. What are deets? He wants to know if there's any deets on this guitar. I don't know what deets means. Details. Detail. Oh, okay. <clears throat> See, I don't know all the slang. I'm old. Uh, original Floyd Rose. Uh, through Adam. There you go, Johnny. Through Adam's recommendation, the <clears throat> Craft Deck Saddles, the Pegasus, and the two Hot Rails. Other than that, uh, it's how it came from the factory. It's a cool color. I love it. I yeah. Love it. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Grease Monkey that's says cool. he's older. <clears throat> and that's a nice guitar in your avatar there, Grease Monkey. Ooh, I like that. Johnny, hey, Lewis, you got what's the... up? What? Johnny, what? you got the picture you got the pictures of the uh, <laughs> telecaster, correct? I don't know. I showed, I oh, showed you the wood grain. Me, you sent yeah, me photos at, of that that telly that you have. Yeah, the GNL. Yeah, where because I when I when I watched the show the other day on here, you couldn't tell, you couldn't see the wood grain. It just looked all orange. Mm-hmm. Aloha from sunny Waikiki. The area code two ten is sending in right now. Text. We're getting text messages from Hawaii. This is pretty cool. That's cool. There you go. I like that. Jeff T. What um, up? Yeah, let's see. Who do we have in here? And then again, we, we should got probably do a price, roll call. We got some prices right uh, 
info for you guys. Come on down. Which is something. Yeah, who's who's here? Who do we see in the in the chat here? Rico B. Oh, that's oh, that's Rico B. Hey man, that's a nice uh, satchel. Yeah. Yeah, I photobombed a, a, a satchel video one time at the Nam show. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't even know I was doing. Why? That. Why doesn't that not surprise me? I know. I know. There's video. I know there's video. So I'm gonna have to find that. It's Guitar World. If you guys can find it, Guitar World did a video at Nam. Satchel was walking around interviewing people. Me and my friend just happened to walk by and actually that one guy phil x walked by right after us we're all in the same like like waving to the same video it's pretty <laughs> cool janice please find that and tweet that out and tag me thank you let's see we got timothy we got peggy you are here we see you you got jamie uh does anybody here think relish guitars are overrated I don't know anything about relish guitars. I saw that. I don't know what that is. Let me look it up while you're doing roll call. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about those either. Just go ahead and walk in the studio. Forty, they might know back there. Well, maybe Wolf knows something. <laughs> Wayne is here. Lewis is here. Kurt Rocks is here. Channel member. Good to see you. We got Grease Monkey. We got Todd. We got Not Visible. We got Scott. Scott, thank you for the message earlier today or yesterday. Let's see. Lewis, we got a lot of people here. We got 43 people. Thank you. Hey, so Kurt much. Rocks, what's up, man? How you doing? Kurt Whoa. Rocks from Canada. Mm-hmm. Good to see you, man. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Okay. Well, I'll give some of these away. I don't know. These things might be actually priceless. I, I don't know. I, I was uh, I was sent a, a whole bag of sample guitar picks at one point years and years ago. Of like 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 a thousand guitar picks and a bunch of them. This is a company. Oh, the, but the print is so small, I can't even. I actually just went to the eye doctor. Looks like I can't even see again. the I can't. Yeah, I know. I can't even see the company. But anyway, they made Simpsons guitar picks. That's cool. That's so there, there's Homer playing a guitar right there. I've got like tons of them. There's like the whole family. Oh, that one's got a hole in it. Yeah, well, because Marge's dress is green. <laughs> uh, is that Duff? Oh, that's Duff Man. Oh, yeah. There he is. Ton I got tons of these Simpsons picks. I've had them for years and years and years. There's Sideshow Bob. There's, uh, what's his name? The, the, the kid. That guy. I got anyway, I got tons of these. We'll, we'll give some of these away tonight. They're probably worth a, a hundred bucks each. I don't know. I can't think of the name of the company, but I'll, I'll find out at some point. Anyways, they're pretty cool. So we'll, we'll give some of those away today. So... So to participate, you must, what am I saying? Yeah, you must be subscribed to the channel. And we're trying to hit 10,600. And you must participate in the live chat on YouTube, on Facebook. And if you jump over to the different Facebook streams where we are live, participate in those chats, you'll get extra chances to win. Very easy. Right, Robbie? Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Love your Kramer thing, guys. Awesome. Wayne. Yeah, Thanks. Martin Hensley wants to know if you got his text, Johnny. Martin Hensley. Uh, what's your area code? I got a few. Not working. What, what I can that? barely see it. Okay. <laughs> Nose art picks. Nose art? Yeah. World War II nose art. Oh, cool. Martin, are you area code 937? That's me. Oh, this is you. Yeah. You know, you some... know you you know you could put my name in there on that contact <laughs> so it'll say that. Can I? Yeah. Underrated guitarists, in my opinion. <laughs> Yo, it's you're the it. one that sent me this. How come Rob, how come Robbie's name is in here? The gongs, the gongs are in the living room, Cheech. Okay, we can talk about that. That's cool. We'll talk about this. This will actually be cool. Uh, I'll screen cap this this list you sent. That's actually pretty neat. Okay, so coming up, we'll talk about underrated guitar players that that Ron thinks are underrated. Oh, uh, area code four one two. Martin says it's me. Hey, Mark? Mr. Mick. Mr. Nine three seven is, is mine. <clears throat> Brad Gillis reveals <clears throat> that he owns the third Floyd Rose system ever made. He does, apparently. So does Steve Lukather. Steve Lukather's got one too. MPN, what's up? MPN, MPN. How come you're not on these shows anymore? Aloha from Waikiki. Oh my gosh, is this Rock Daddy? Look at this, Rock Daddy is. Or Rico B. Was it Rico B? Rico that. Suave. That looks Look nice. That. Very nice, man. It's like three hours back at Cali. So it's 523 oh, no. in uh, Hawaii, right? Oh, that's Janice. See, Janice is on the case. Look at that. She just she just tweeted me something. Thank you, Janice. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we, we get text messages. Very cool. Robbie is the Kramer expert. Wayne Jean, you are correct. Robbie is the Kramer guru. You well, are correct, sir. Certain, uh, certain certain years. A very specific yearing there. Uh-huh. Well, it has to be Kramer stuff up until 1982. Or is it only 1982? Well, 82 to 85. Some 86 is good. I mean, like, uh, you know, Grit got that Beretta with the recessed trim cavity mm -hmm. that's a good that's a but wh what are your years of expertise he's got there at kramer well i wasn't actually working there in 82 but i was involved you know i mean i was talking to edward in the parking lot every time i brought my friend to work there and i knew it was going on because of bill isaacson you know with all oh. of 5150 bill isaacson was the head of guitars at kramer he's the one that built the red guitar the the tiger stripe maple that's all the way through the wood yeah mm -hmm. so i, I knew mm -hmm. what was going on there i didn't actually start working there till the beginning of 84 was when um when i i actually worked at the place until about halfway through 86 so i saw i got to see it when it was like kind of their heyday and I got to see where it was got really bad. 
I was supposed to go from rags to riches at that place. The riches to rags, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. Wow, that's cool. Uh, let's see. Let's just get this out of the way. Ron Gunner, you had brought up The Price is Right for some yes, reason. Yes, sir. I don't know why. You said why Burbank. Why was that? You said Burbank. Burbank. Yeah, you said you were there to watch it. But you didn't get on. Yeah. I was there in 1978 for one of the live tapings with Bob Barker. Um, did not get picked to be on the show, though, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Did you ever see the episode? Yes. It it was like uh, six weeks later. And can you see yourself in the episode? Real quick, they when they flash across the audience, you see me mm -hmm. acting like an idiot trying to get picked. <laughs> Apparently, that's not uh, how you got picked. Oh, was there a system? I don't know. Well, they say it's just random, but I think it's depends on how you how they perceive you will act in front of the camera. Do they, they interview they want someone at, do they interview they, everybody that walks in there? Yeah, they interview out in the out in the line to get in the door. At least they did then. You know, of course, that was 45 years ago. Yeah, but yeah, they uh, while you're standing in line, there's a guy that comes through and talks to each one of you. Hmm. So. They make a note real quick. Yeah, there there was a guy and a girl with him with like a notepad, and she'd write down the name and where you were from, and they just asked some basic questions. Uh, but I think they wanted someone you know that once they were on stage, they were going to be very right. animated. So right. So they ask you a quick yeah. random question and they get like yeah. whatever your response is and, and they, they just get, oh, yeah, zero. Oh, yeah. yeah Ten. Yeah. That's yeah. probably how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So. So uh, anyway. Yeah. That, that came up because 40 Grit uh, is near Burbank. And this is we were talking about this in the green room. And I was <laughs> saying I was saying that, oh, I, I fly into Burbank all the time whenever I go like to the NAM show or at Hollywood or whatever. That's where I go. And then uh, some, uh, Ron had said uh, uh, the Price is Right is near there or that he was on there or something. And, and I had said, oh, well, I knew somebody years ago. Actually, I used to work with a singer. Uh, this is back in 1995. It was a little bit ago. And the singer that I worked with, two things, two pretty cool things about this. Her, uh, her name was Cassie. And one of the things is that when we first met, she one of the things she told me was, hey, I was just on The Price is Right, but it hasn't aired yet. Hmm. So like literally right after I meet her, I, I turn on The Price is Right like a couple days later. And she she was on the show. She was actually on the show as a as a contestant. And she actually won a prize. That's cool. On, I think she won like a microwave or, or something. <laughs> but she but I actually got to see her on the TV. And then something else pretty cool. She went to high school with the band No Doubt. So mm. she knew them way back in the day. And I remember when I first met her, I remember we were driving in the car and she was saying, hey, have you heard about that band New No Doubt? And I'm like, no, I hadn't heard about them yet. Tragic Kingdom had just come out or was coming out. And so she had told me about them beforehand. And then, of course, once they came out, I mean, they're everywhere now. Everybody knows them. So... Anyway, there's some stories for you guys. That's cool. There's content. Content. You know, content. They gave the the car they gave away when I was there was a 1978 Chevy Caprice station wagon. <laughs> That's funny. 
Come That's on funny. down. Yeah. At least it wasn't a pinto, for God's sake. Uh huh. Oh my God. Hey, weren't we talking about seven gauge strings like last week or the week before? I just Couple watched a video strings. of Paul yeah. Gilbert. Paul Gilbert today saying that he was demoing a a, a a set of seven gauge strings. I can't even imagine. I mean, eights feel like there's nothing there. I, I I mean, just of course he's just a beast, just blowing it away. But he said breaking in a set of sevens, and I was like, my God, man, seven gauge yeah, strings. That- that was one of the guitars I did for a customer. I put seven gauge on it and he wanted to tune the standard 440. And I was tuning the high E like. <laughs> scared. Yeah. Just waiting <laughs> for it to snap. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. But they are, they're, there's like, there's nothing there. It's. Uh, Wayne wants to know if he could restore that guitar we talked about a lot on a previous show. You can do it, Wayne. It's going to be a lot of work, but you can do it. I think you can do it. The neck might be gone, so you might have to get another neck. But I think you can. Uh, I think you can restore it. Hmm. If if you really want to, you can do it. I mean, possibilities are endless. Look at what I did making this room, cleaning all this stuff. When I'm like, you know, falling down and eating it, you know, constantly. If you're determined, you can do it. Yeah. Right. right. Zora wants to do feet on my face. Yes. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think protocol. <laughs> I think Billy Gibb. I think Billy Gibbons uses eights, from what I from what I understand. Yeah, Billy's got really bad arthritis. All his stuff is weight relieved. Yeah. A rock daddy from Zim's. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. wow! I can't imagine. I use nines on anything Floyd, and then I use tens on anything non-Floyd. And like a Les Paul, I put yeah. tens on my Les Pauls, and it, and it's way better, better, better control. They're not as, uh, they're not as uh, noodly. Mm-hmm. You know, like on, on a twenty-five and a half inch scale, I think nines are my go-to, and like on that short scale, twenty-four and three-quarter, I put tens on it because they just get they get too slinky for me mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like That's jumbo fretware. Uh, Wayne, I, I like jumbo fretware, and I don't really go for the stainless steel myself. But uh, I don't. I'm not a hard player. I don't. I can't play hard. <laughs> but uh, I never was. So like wearing out frets wasn't really a problem for me. Not only that, but I could dress redress the neck rather easily. A lot of people like stainless. So. You guys ever watch that video that uh, when the when the EVH Wolfgangs were released? I think it was like a 2011 or maybe oh. nine when Ed released that video of him and Chip Ellis sitting at the table, and uh, there was somebody else there too. I forgot who did the interview, but uh, Matt Brook was, was there. Matt Brook was there, and uh, um, they were talking to him about uh, stainless steel frets, mm-hmm. and he said that he had, he was refretting his guitars every four months. He was doing a refret on some of his guitars. And he said that uh, um, if you can hear the difference between a stainless steel's fret and a, a and a nickel fret, then uh, you have better ears than I do. I thought that was interesting. Well, I had somebody tell me that no one can tell what diode is in an effects box. No one could possibly know what diode is in a box. I don't even know what a diode is. Did you guys know how how much importance I put into the, you know the LED clipping diode, the red LED clipping diode. 
to not use a ceramic diode because a ceramic diode makes it really tinny and ice picky. You know, I guess is, I guess a lot of people can't tell, but I just thought it was a kind of a broad statement to say no one can tell what diode is in a box when. Uh, yeah, like yeah. come on, everybody knows what a diode <laughs> <Johnny>. is. <laughs> you know, oh, I don't think applause. it's. I, I don't think it's so much the sound between stainless and nickel as it is the the feel of the playing. Because a, go, a yeah, good friend of mine, true. a good friend of mine, uh, his name is Jim Dofka. And he's got the band Dofka, which is all over the place. They opened for Ingve for a long time and everything. But he loves the jumbo stainless. But again, it's not sound; it's just the playability is what he likes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I like, really, I, feel. I like a softer fret. I do, and I like to be able to uh, dress it in a certain way to trigger, you know, feedback that I get out of what I play through. Hmm. So it's a personal choice, you know. Yep. And uh, every guitar that uh, when I was at Sir working, they uh, every everything was uh, stainless steel unless requested otherwise. So you can you can feel it. I mean, I personally can feel the difference of stainless steel versus nickel. Now, as far as hearing it, I don't know, because I, I usually play with very overdriven amplifiers and hot pickups. So probably mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the guy to say, hey, can you hear the difference here? But, you know, a more clean player like Robbie. You know, he he probably could hear the difference. You know? I'm a clean player. <laughs> no, you're you're cleaner than I am. Well, yeah, well, you're more of a modern type of yeah. uh, liking that modern metal sound. Where I'm more of an old school kind of like yep. Jimmy Page kind of. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't an insult whatsoever. Oh no, no, I'm not taking it off. Hey, Blue, what's happening, Blue man? Hey, no, Blue. no, it's not an insult. You guys are going to have to come with, up with a lot more to get to me with this stuff. Oh, come you know? on now. Uh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of which, uh, hit it, Ron. I want to talk about the. Uh... Yeah, Ron, it's open season. The gongs are in the other room. What do I got? What do I got here? So, so the lyrics had to go somewhere. So I put them on this little stand that had this little splash symbol on it, Ron. Sabian. Oh! Okay. You see, he, he owns a Fender and he owns a Sabian. Hang on, hold that little, up. Little cheap, little cheap. Everybody, screen cap this photo right now and say, put a caption saying, "This is what I use." No, 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 no. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna add on to something somebody said earlier, but it's been so long, I, I can't remember. What's that? Uh, no, actually, I was gonna say, you know how you talked about that video when they were at Fender and they were all sitting around that table? Mm-hmm. I was there. That's a good interview. I was there. Yeah, I was in that room. I saw that table. They showed that table to me. Um, you were there during the interview? No, not during it. I was there a uh, little while afterwards. Is it upstairs? I got, I got to see the table. Yes. Is it upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was upstairs. Well, and that room looks nothing like that for real. They, they totally dressed the entire thing up mm-hmm. for that video. That's what I heard. It's just a regular workbench. Robbie, oh, can you walk across the room with that on your head? Yeah, was, well, I don't know. I might not be able to stand up. But, uh, was, you know, uh, Wayne, I do use distortion. I'm using my distortion boxes have the red LED flipping diode. This is the diode that's used in the Marshall Governor from 1991 made in England. So and I also have a secondary box with What's a diode? What's a, a diode? A diode gives you your tone. Robbie, it, you've it, got a symbol on your head. 
I do. I do. And it's a crappy one, too. That's why it's a not diode. out in the living room. <laughs> What's a diode? Sabian. Sabian. I'm going to ask G GPT what a diode is. Spell diode backwards. Is it the same thing? No. What's the, what's the, this is a music show. Robbie, what's the technical name for a diode or what is it used with? Well, the diodes I use are the LED clipping diodes. It's, it's virtually the, like English. an LED, like an LED light. <laughs> English. Light, light emitting diode is what it is. English. That does none of this makes sense. <laughs> LED. All right. I'll, I'll spell it out. For okay, you. yellow. So it's a light. You're just saying it's a light and a pedal. That's light. It is indeed. So you can hear the difference with the, with the light and a pedal. What? That ought to explain. Diode is diehard. What is a LED clipping diode? I love diode. I love diode. Ronnie James diode. It seems there might be some confusion. An LED light emitting diode and a clip-in diode. What? This is a yeah. diode that emulates light that current when current flows through it? A clipping right. diode. This refers to a diode configuration used in electronic circuits to clip or limit the voltage to the desired level. Is that what that means? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Did anybody yeah, different color, different color, different voltage. 1980 was a good year for Fender. Yeah. See, most boxes. I'll put this in the chat for everybody. Most I, boxes I still have a ceramic diode. Now, if you talk to people at like, you know, I'll get to it. I'll get to it, Martin. Well, I got to wait for Johnny to cue it. Um, <laughs> that's good. Diode is like a one-way valve for electricity. Yes, and if you if you limit that going through, you alter the sound. Now, a ceramic diode does not alter it as much, and it also squashes the frequency, so it comes out more trebly, and it's also slightly less money. So, uh, you know, that's why they use them, and they don't sound as good. I mean, if you really listen. Hey, Johnny, Nate says a diode is like a one-way valve for electricity. Okay. DJ's got it in there. Okay, I'm going to, let's put a poll in the chat. <laughs> Fender diodes are better in 81. Do you understand? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Heaven's okay. Protocol, look on All reverb. Right. Okay, so it's basically, it's, it's, I, I still don't get it. There's a poll in the chat if you guys understand <laughs> what he's talking about with diode. Yeah, you, if you forgot the last one, you should have put never, Johnny. No, uh -huh. yes, never. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to what he, when he talks about a diode. That's what I mean when he talks about a diode. Most but of he you was saying you had, a you had a chance to get him on that one. Yeah, I know. All right. Yes, with the poll, understand when he talks about a clipping diode. You guys understand what he's saying? No idea, right? <laughs> your your lips are moving, but I'm not hearing what you're saying. <laughs> it's like you're but speaking another language. This is like this. I 
Disnebalkan Octanzidan. Ah! Chin watch on Chin Chin Chair. That's Ryan Gold. That's Ryan Gold. Okay. All right. So most of 30 of you guys do understand what he's saying when he talks about the diode. Okay. As long as you guys understand. As long as you guys understand. There's only 12 people in the chat. I know. My whole point is that Rig. this one guy, this guy came on to a chat saying that no one can hear the difference in a diode in a box. And everybody knows that that these boxes have different tones. You know, of course, you've got to have it full out to, you know, if, if you're using your uh, your potentiometer to vary the tone, which is sending the signal to ground, then you're not hearing the full aspect of said diode. And yeah, right. Speaking Greek again. Did you ever, did you ever, uh, anybody here ever watch the old show Taxi? Sometimes. The episode where Reverend Jim was taking a test for his license, his cabbie license and he was sitting there and he's going hey hey and the one the one of the other cabbies looked at him goes what he goes what's yellow light mean he goes slow down okay what does yellow (laughs) (laughs) there was no one who could have been better doc brown either than him now, I mean, I want to say one thing. Oh, Christopher uh, Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. Okay. There are people out there that know every single diode and the differences between each one. I prefer that particular diode, which comes also in white. But uh, that I know, I know ladies that build boxes that know every single type of diode and exactly what they do and the. I got a list sent to me of like 17 different diodes and the differences in tone between all of them. Oh, yeah. That blew me away. I was just like, wow, I am stupid, you know? <laughs> so there's a lot I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, Peggy, how you doing? Holly Lewis, what up? How you doing? Holly. I just I just copy what's used in that Marshall Governor from 1991. Because that was the sound that really worked best for me. Cool. And to answer everybody before they even ask, no, I am not going to play over Robbie tonight. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not hooked up for play, but I will tell you that uh, the last two days in uh, in California has been great for guitar deals. It has been absolutely fantastic. Fan. So show us. Well, <laughs> wait. Not, so you, I'm not quite sure it, if you guys are ready for that. I'm not sure. You, you, right you put it out there. Now you got to show us. So I'm you had saying, a grip. Oh my god! It's just so. It's just been. It's been so good. I came out here uh, with two deals that I told them. I, I said, "Hey, I'll meet you at a certain time," and they're like, "That's a long drive for blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh no, I'm coming out there anyways." So I came out here on Thursday and. um I gotta tell you, it's just been it's just been fantastic. So, and and, and I have one tomorrow at nine a.m. Just confirmed. 
over OfferUp. Hey, I'll tell you something about OfferUp. Um, I think I'm shadow banned. They call it shadow banned because I think I was talking last week about OfferUp because, you know, for us guitar guys that are always shopping, we're always looking for Craigslist, OfferUp, and Marketplace are my three. And um, I think I was shadow banned on OfferUp because when I got out here, I kept emailing people saying, hey, um, I'm interested in your gear and I wasn't getting a response. Then I got on my son's offer up and started hitting the same people and they were responding immediately. So I think that either they saw that I was from Phoenix and had no uh, had no interest in dealing with somebody from out of state or oh, that oh, for totally. some reason I'm, sh- or, or I'm shadow that, banned, one or the other. No, so. that, that, sound, that sounds like... Oh no they, no no! If somebody's selling something, they want to they want to sell it locally. They don't want to ship it, and yeah, it's just because you're in a different state. Dwight Bailey, what up? That's cool. Um, uh, Jamie, Jamie, yes. In a fuzz in a fuzz pedal, uh, multiple diodes are used. The more you use the use them, the more of the effect you will get. The more fuzz. So what you're doing is it's actually saturating the sound with the uh, with the clipping diodes. Hmm. That's why I only like two, but I use two boxes and each has two of them. And of course, the, the type of diode use is different, too, because you will get more. You, you won't get as clear in the mids, the clearer sound coming through the distortion with the red LED as you would other diodes. Wait, so it's, you're, you're just talking about it's just a light. Well, it's not used at a, as a light if you're using it in electronic circuit. You are running oh, current through it, so but you're, it's a through, clipping it's diode. Yes, yes. So it's a light. So if it clips, the light turns on. If no it's clipping. No, I mean that's two different things. Like the light on your box that lights up. That's a that on any on any effects box. If you have your little light going on, that's not that's not not what I'm talking about. But uh, it's it's a diff. It's not you know if you turn on your box, the little light comes on. That is an LED diode, but that's not a clipping diode. That's not wired into the into the sound of the box. It's not manipulating box. the uh, input. Are you talking about an effects box for? Yes, and it's mm-hmm. for like a guitar pedal. Right. You see, I never knew what you were talking about. That the entire time you've been saying all that, I you never said it was a, for a, a pedal. I'm sorry, I should have. Yeah, heaven, you're right. There are many different types of diodes for different purposes. I think forty yeah. saw a Wolfie. Actually, mm-hmm. actually, I uh, haven't said porpoises, which is cool. They're they're cool animals. It's happening, Dwight Bailey. Dwight yeah. Bailey. Well, they vary in size. Uh, the bigger the diode, the more effect it will have on said on said uh, sound. It's kind of like a capacitor in a way that goes in in your guitar. You know, the bigger capacitor, the more warmer sound you're going to get the higher the voltage and the higher the value the warmer the sound robbie do you like treble bleeds no no i'm not a fan of treble bleed whatsoever i pull them out yeah that was another thing fender did to get the twangy sound i mean that's why this custom shop has all that stuff that i ordered for it try to get away from the twang you know mm-hmm. that's the entire thing lay sensors are a low output pickup mm-hmm. you know 
the and like I I, I had him do the uh, decibel boost on the bass. You know, it was all it was all trying to get, you know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm just amazed yeah, Robbie do. has a Fender and a Sabian. That that's just. Oh, where did it go? Oh, I, I, I think I frisbeed wow. it into the pond. Well, let's see it. <laughs> let's let's oh, see that Fender. It's, it's Fender time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was waiting for you to to say so. It's Fender time. All right. This is my 1996 Fender Custom Shop. Okay. As you can see. It has my signature on the back. Why is it so tiny? And the serial number. He used is... a little pen. <laughs> no, that's a decal. They, they took my signature and made a decal and put it underneath the clear coat. Is that a Wilkerson bridge? No, this is a. Uh, <laughs> I'm just bridge. All right, thank you. It's it's a uh, a bridge that Fender worked with Floyd Rose to make that they didn't make many of. And it's uh, AEO32. This is Art Esparza's 32nd custom shop from 1986 that he made totally himself. It has 86? 96, sorry. It has the uh, LSR roller nut. It's got a roller nut, yeah. Hmm. Locking tuners. Yep. Uh, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of flame and figuring on the neck. You see on on the fretboard. That's pretty. As well as, kind of gets ridiculous on the back. It's made of maple. You have your custom shop plate. On it. Your lace sensor pickups. And it's like. Really rare bridge. It it's marked Floyd Rose and Fender on it both. That's pretty neat. Wow. These are like super rare. This dang bridge is going for like eight hundred bucks now. But as you can see, there's uh no adjustments in the saddles. Anything you want to adjust is on the on the back. It's a super hassle. Now, I, I ended up sending this to be repaired, painted, because I had traded it away to somebody that I bought it back from. But in the meantime, they grabbed it by the neck and they smashed it into a table and put a big dent in it. Oh. It, and now Marty Bell repaired it for me. You can't even tell. Nitrocellulose and everything. And he repaired it. You can't see it at all. Great job. I think it was $60 for him to do that. Yeah, Hmm. absolutely wonderful. Didn't have to refinish it. When you refinish a custom shop, your value plummets. That's a big deal, you know, when it comes to, like, what if custom shop's worth. It has the 10 decibel base boost on it with a push-pull potentiometer. This is the one that I played all my classical stuff on years ago. When I played Tchaikovsky, Beethoven, Wagner, 
it all came on this guitar. Now, when I got it back and it was, it was, you know, basically kind of really messed up from being hit into the table. I had to take the entire thing apart to send it out for paint. The whole thing, the bass boost, it's active. The bass boost is active electronics. I took every stitch of that wire out and I put it back together and at work. <laughs> I was a culture. But while it was out, I dressed this neck and I backbowed it and dressed it Eddie style. And that was able to get this action like really super low. This is one of the lowest action guitars I have. I'm able to play this extremely fast, which is good for me because I I'm pretty weak. <laughs> is that is that backbowed now? The neck is not backbowed, but the frets are. See what I backbow it and then I sand it. Yeah, I understand. Right. And then I straighten it. So the relief is in the frets. It's just when you me. held it up right now, it looked backbowed, but it's probably the radius of the camera. So there's a curve yeah. to the camera. Yeah. Yeah, it's straight. And the cat is like scratching your speakers or something. Well oh, he, she likes those twelves. I don't care. I don't care, or tens or whatever they are. I think they're uh, twelves. I don't know. Hey, Robbie B nine was saying that that bridge looks like a. Uh, it, it's very similar to a Vega trim. Mm, well, maybe. Of course, it has. It's a two point, so it floats. It's not screwed down. Yeah. I don't use it as a tremolo because I'm very violent with a tremolo bar. It's it's not going to handle it, you know. So I, I don't use it. I used it when I played that piece from Jeff Beck when he died. These are uh, lace sensor pickups. These are gold lace sensor crimson. They are a low output uh, lace lace sensor pickup. Hey, what Fenders had the uh, had the uh, the volume boost? Was it the Clapton's or was it the Beck's? Clapton. Clapton's, yeah. Which is kind of like this is Clapton ballpark, but I didn't yeah. like the way those were made. Zora, stop it. Look at this. She's going to jump up there. Good luck. Oh, Robbie, you got a buyer. Uh, you got a buyer for that. Martin said, if you ever sell it, let him know. Well, that's a big compliment come from Martin because he's got a ton of guitars. You know, he does. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I had 4,500 in 96 when I had it built. Now it's better. I mean, it, it took me a while. Yeah, it took me a while to get it to play like it does now. So you know? it's more, you're saying it's going to cost more if, if you yeah. sell that. So now it's going to be well, seven. Well, it's kind of hard to uh, sell a guitar with your signature on it. You know, it's like, although I actually did once. And then, of course, the guy Elka bonged it on me. But, uh... but through the report, it was damaged and repaired, so... Oh man, Mr. Bell. Oh yeah. Oh, so nicely. It's yeah. I didn't lose any value. The guitar's been broken. <laughs> it's not broken. It's not broken. But yeah, so this is the only Fender I have. I built a Telecaster to try to get the twin, the twin, the twang out of it. I put in Seymour Duncan, Alnico two pickups in the bridge and the neck. I uh -huh. I put a, a eighteen gauge. I was a sixteen gauge wire. I had to drill a hole bigger, soldered it into a piece that I that I put into the wood under the bridge, and then had an extra ground wire going into the body itself. 
into another piece that I soldered into the bridge, into the body to try to get it to quiet down. You know, I did quiet it down. I got the action decent. I ain't like this, you know, but I got it down there pretty good. I dressed it. I think I had to dress it like two times to get it there. And, uh, it had been damaged, and I, I repaired it. I painted uh, zebra stripes on it. So it was a white guitar with, with zebra stripes. And my friend had gave it to me. Scott Springfield gave me that guitar. And I did all this work, and I was going to give it away to uh, a, a guy's son in Jersey. And he said he wanted it back. So he just he paid me, I think, $300 for the money I had in it. And I was like, okay, well, you gave it to me. So actually, you know. I had no choice. No the saddles was, on that look like a uh, the saddles on that look like new Floyd Rose saddles. Kinda, they've got the they've got the round kind of like bullet thing to hold the string. You know, the, it this, you cut the ends of the string off. It doesn't go through the bottom. Yep. You know, but yeah, no sponges here. It has little. Uh, it has little. Uh, like rubber pieces that go into this, in the where the screw goes through to give you your pickup adjustment on the pick guard. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow. Yeah, like I said, you know, I had them, I wanted the strap buttons, the lock, the, the shallow strap buttons. I was yeah, trying okay. to make, I was trying to get Fender to make a Kramer for me, is really what I tried to do. And, I they tried, but you know, it is a great playing guitar. It's maple, it's heavy, but it's really feisty with the feedback on the video. Uh, Captain Lee, one-eyed sea wretch, on my channel, it was feisty, and I did use uh, Wagner's uh, "The Flying Dutchman" as a, the riff and and guitar parts in it when I wasn't singing and you know shredding and that chomping and stuff like that. Hmm. And I do plan on playing more Wagner on this guitar soon. You should play that guitar more often, man. I mean, that, that would be my main guitar. If I had that, I don't really have a, a main guitar. I mean, you know, it's I like would say uh, your Alvarez. Wow. Thanks, Johnny. Well, yeah, Al, you're right, Ron. I play the I'm Alvarez sure. more than anything. I play the Alvarez like two or three times a day. I'm writing songs every day on it, and I'm playing, and I'm recording with it every day. I'm changing guitar strings on it every two weeks. I play. I even bought another Bridge Doctor in case this one messes up, because without the Bridge Doctor, you have the, you know, you have that that bubble behind the bridge, and the action goes up, and uh, I don't want that. <laughs> mm. Oh, for a floating tremolo. No, for the acoustic. Oh, for the acoustic. Yeah, it's a you little cantilever get, thing. You get and the Detroit lean going. What it does is, like, you could see on the back behind the bridge, it's got maybe a slight little bit coming up, but not much. Okay? It's almost flat. What? Oh, that's, that's your his, hair. That's his all right, hair. I couldn't tell. It's like, man, that thing's dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What the bridge doctor does is it, it puts pressure against the back of the guitar by 
tightening an Allen key in a piece that attaches to the bridge. And that forces this part of the guitar down, which brings the bridge down, which lowers your action. And when you have a guitar, this is from 1977, they're all going to have that. You know, so if you want that sound like the Al Alvarez sound, you know, you got, you, you have to do that. Wait, let me this, plug in. This is, uh, <laughs> that's all wood. There's no laminate on this guitar. It's all like wood. Mm -hmm. You know, so I had to get one and it was really messed up and I had to work my butt off on it, you know, but that's the same. But I would say that that's the main guitar I've seen you play. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, when it comes to electrics, I, I've been playing that one that I made out of the Musicraft body a lot with the Adam Reaver neck. That that surprised me, especially with how you know how low that pickup is in that body, and that that gave it a new aspect of splitting half octaves. Like I've been splitting octaves a lot, two, three in feedback. That's nothing new. But because of that pickup is so far away from the springs, it's actually half-stepping the feedback. I I've never had that happen before. Hey, B9, the, um, it says he always goes with two springs. Two springs is, is, uh, is usually what I use as well. But remember, you got to remember the amount of springs you use depends on the gauge strings you're using and how tight you want your bridge. Because, uh, you know, I've seen guys use five springs on a Strat. You know, because if they're not using the bridge, you know, it turns into a hardtail putting five, six, you know, five straight springs in the back. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Two springs is usually the go to for me, uh, you know, on an angle from the end holes and then up to the uh, the second uh, ear on the inside or on the um, on the uh, spring cloth, the second one in on both sides on angle. Them. That's that's what I always did as well. So I use two springs also, but mine are straight. I don't angle them. The new Vandenbergs, I saw them at the uh, whatever show that was, and I can't wait. Like I said, I think I said last week, I'll I'll grab one of those pink ones if I can grab one. Be nice to have one of those new Vandenbergs. By the way, then if you guys haven't heard the new Vandenberg album, it's freaking amazing. I mean his he his tone mm -hmm. on that. I mean, my goodness, and and you hear in his playing. You hear the old White Snake. It's it's just really cool to listen to uh, to that new uh, Vandenberg. So if you haven't heard the new Vandenberg album, check it out. And uh, just one more thing: uh, the uh, don't forget that uh, this uh, Friday is uh, the anniversary of Edward's passing. So um, uh, you know, three years this Friday. So right. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were gonna do we were gonna do a, a live stream with. Um with uh what's his name i think his name is jay he he was in our chat the other night and he, he was telling us they were gonna they're gonna go live at um in front of the house in pasadena on friday and oh, that's in cool. front of the liquor store down the street on saturday and i had said um both days he, he'll jump on here with us we did the same thing last year i remember yeah so but yeah I, years, I just and i mean like it's crazy i think it's been three years since he passed it's crazy. ian's got a good point he says he doesn't see the difference between yeah. the angle and the straight spring well the angle is putting a little more uh you're, you're stretching that string out a little more so it's going to be a little bit stiffer mm -hmm. 
than if you put mm-hmm. it straight. Go ahead, Johnny. That, that, thank you. Ron. That's what she said. Okay. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> thank you, Johnny. Johnny, uh, as you were. She said. Th- th- thank you, Ron. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, uh, uh, this Friday, you guys, is the official release of of the the uh, Van Hagar Collection Two vinyl box set. The vinyl and the CDs. And uh, I, we, I think we were talking about this in the green room, too. I think I ordered both. Was that you guys? Did, yeah. did we just yeah. talk about this? OK, yeah. I ordered both and I'm giving them away on the channel here. The, what the is going on with Ron? What is Ron doing? Stuff? I don't know. Oh, I'm getting ready to play when Robbie plays. Song. Okay. <laughs> so so we're giving I'm giving this away. On a Tuesday, you guys all know, I call it 081 Tuesdays, where I talk all things Van Halen. If you guys like Van Halen, this is the channel. This is the place you want to be. And we do we do the giveaways. We, we do all the cool stuff here. What, so do, you call that? This- what, do, you, what do you call that, Johnny? 081 Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. That's right. There we go. So we're giving those away. They officially come out Friday. And then also, I did see, I saw a comment in the chat. We got somebody watching from Facebook. Where is that? We, we had a question. Uh, Graham. Graham, good to see you on Facebook. Hi there. Any idea on reviews of the latest EVH black and white series, Eruption 78 Priest CBS Headstock Vintage Out Guitar? Listed uh, 1899. I just saw it at Guitar Center. Uh, a couple, a few of us, maybe, I don't know. I've played it. I've played a couple. I've played it. Okay. Yeah, i played one. So we'll give you some reviews, but also, if you want to check out more reviews, head on over to Sweetwater. Here's a link in the chat. I hope you're still here. Actually, I'm going to find where you are. I mean, on Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to find... I'm going to hunt you find, down. <laughs> I'm going to find what... In- Graham, if you're still here, drop another comment, please, because we're we're live. We're we're on like five different Facebook pages right now. He's going to get you uh, on GTA. Uh huh. He's not at the yeah. drive-in, is he? Because that other game wouldn't load. Okay. <laughs> so, so seventy-eight, the eruption guitar, right here. Here's the link. Click on that link. You can get reviews at Sweetwater. But again, I'm going to find where I'm going to respond to you on Facebook while I'm doing that. <laughs> 40 grit do you want to do you want to talk about that guitar what's that the, seven, uh, the 78 stripe series what, what are your thoughts on it well she just said if somebody walked out i want to see if it was wolf because i'm so i've been sitting here for hours waiting for wolf to step oh up, my I gosh did, i think i just missed him anyways uh do i want to <laughs> it was, it was talk David. about the 78 you know here's my thoughts on the 78 i mean um i think that it's a cool guitar I think it's super cool that they went with the brass nut. I think it's super cool that they went back to the old school Eddie Van Halen way of um, uh, putting the strings in and, you know, uh, with the way that he wrapped them and, you know, uh, you know, all the cool stuff about keeping the guitar in tune and stuff. But you got to understand something. Uh, for me to go buy a 78 probably wouldn't make much sense because I like my whammy bar. And you just got to work, put a lot of work into that guitar to use the whammy bar you want the way you want to and to keep it in tune. So if you're not planning on, you know, modifying it, locking tuners like Robbie's roller nut and locking tuners, 
you could you could bang on that uh, on that whammy bar that Robbie's got right there on that custom shop, and it'd never go out of tune. Uh, but if you go, if you get one of those 78s, I've heard a lot of people wrestle with that guitar, keeping it in tune. So that's my, I mean, if you, if you're not a whammy bar guy, get the 78, it's a cool guitar. If you're a whammy bar guy, and this is just my opinion. If you're a whammy bar guy, buy the one with the Floyd because you'll have more fun and you won't be restricted with the, uh, with the, um, going out of tune stuff. If you're a diehard Van Halen fanatic. I mean, I am, but I don't, I'm not a fanatic enough to where I'm going to go spend 1800 bucks on a guitar. It's going to just hang there because I won't. Well, I guess my other one just hangs there, too. But uh, yeah, if I was going to if I was going to do one cool guitar, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's got the EVH logo where the Gibson logo was. And they they did a lot of cool stuff on that uh, on that guitar. But uh, in my opinion, 1800 bucks is a little. uh rich for me to go buy a wall hanger which like somebody just commented who said a wall hanger yeah, yeah. facebook user 78's a wall hanger somebody just agreed with me so i i kind of that's kind of my johnny your thoughts wait what are your thoughts sir i'm gonna first okay i found is it graham i found where he's watching so i i responded back to him and i'll actually i'll post another uh another video in the in the chat Okay, as far as the guitar itself, I, I think um, I think that they did a great job. Um, the way it looks, the way it feels, the way it plays. And uh, again, I mean, Graham, is Graham, are you still here? I found, I, where were you? I found you on, on uh, Facebook, but I, I actually, let, let me go back. I'll give you another hey. video here too. And let me back up. I don't want anybody in the chat to think I'm bad mouthing EVH because I have, I have a ton of EVH stuff. I got a ton of it. It's just you know you've got to make the decision. I think that the the seventy eight and the regular EVH black and white with the Floyd Rose on it is just a decision. It's a preference, whichever you prefer. And my and my preference would not be a Fender six screw, with a you know being a whammy bar guy. I guess that's the best way to. Uh, explain that wayne i do not like kalers i'm not gonna sugarcoat that <laughs> I, I you know i can't say anything about the wall hangers exp expensive wall hangers because that polka dot one right there was seven grand and that's all it does is hang on the wall well wow. i mean ron ron knows that uh randy's guitar that he had that polka dot one had the highest action you couldn't even intonate it but he was such a talent, he actually preferred it like that, and he could make it sound in tune just by playing it. That's one of the amazing things about Randy Rhodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, so the EVH Stripe Series 78s, like I said, I think they look great. I think the neck is awesome, and I was, I was actually there when they, when they uh, first developed that neck. I saw it like, years ago um, at EVH. Um, okay, so I guess like what, what Forty Grit was talking about, the differences between having the, the regular Fender Fulcrum Bridge and a Floyd Rose. You know, when they released the guitar, they had said, hey, this is, this is a lot like, well, actually, they, they did a, 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 a replica years ago where they actually had like, had the, um, like the passes and the strings and all that, right? This is like a, a, a cheaper version of that. Um, 
Joe, thank you so much. Here, hey, we'll, Joe, what's we'll, up? We'll get to your question in, in one second. Um, I think the guitars are cool. Um, having the, you know, a guitar that looks like the, the 78, uh, you know, Van Halen guitar, it's more legit without the Floyd because that guitar never had a Floyd on it when it was black and white. So I think, it, you know, having the Floyd on it with that in that color scheme and everything is just kind of it's like, yeah, it's cool. I'd rather have it with the bridge that it has. And the thing is, again, they Chip Ellis had explained this in, in one of the videos. You, you can make it work. Eddie had made it work. So it can work. I mean, if you guys watch me when I play on Sunday nights here on the Guitar ASMR show, I use uh, a Vega Trump, Vega Trump tremolo, no Floyd, no locking nut. I'm banging that thing. Never goes out of tune, right? Every Sunday. Sundays. So anyway, very cool. Graham, if you're still watching this, you're watching from the EVH Gear Live page. I found you. There's two uh, video links for you there. Uh, one, at Guitar Center, me playing that guitar. Another one to a Sweetwater link. Click on the Sweetwater link. You'll get more reviews uh, on those guitars. I think it's I think it's a great guitar. Okay, Joe Paradise. Thank you for the $9.99 support for the channel. My lights on? Yes, my lights are on. There they are. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Picked up a new Beretta. Love it. Regret not getting one when they were still being made here in New Jersey. Friend of mine has one. He reconstructed from New Jersey Kramer factory dumpster parts. I think Robbie was digging through that dumpster at one point. He wins. I, was I think the yellow one. I think the yellow one has a Floyd, right, Joe? I think, Joe, you got the yellow one. So the yellow one has a Floyd on it, I believe, right? The new Berettas? Yeah. The, the yellow ones have a Floyd, from what I know. I was just at Guitar Center today, and I picked up a blue one with just a regular standard bridge on it, and it played fantastic. I mean, that thing mm -hmm. just played effortlessly. Sitting on the showroom floor at Guitar Center. What's happening, mm -hmm. Sky? What's up? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, this had a preset in it for wet, dry, wet. What? Oh, the this Helix? This Helix. Oh, yeah. right on. Can we hear that? Are you stereo though? Because you have to be stereo for that to for that to make sense. No, you're not. It's mono. What's what? happening, Zach? Robbie, sing something quick. What's up, Crimson? <laughs> no, it's and mono. the old dance forward. If you can Zach, set it up for up? stereo, we can hear that. <laughs> If it's mono, if it's any louder, mono is not stereo. <laughs> what was that? This is John Sykes. Come on, keep going. I had a girlfriend in the 80s that was in love with that guy. You know what? I watched a video the other day of what was the band that Sykes was in, uh, Blue Murder. 
Glumer. And I put it on and um, oh, uh, so I so th this is hilarious because my girlfriend watches these old 80s videos and I can tell the guys that she thinks are good looking, right? They like George Lynch. When we went and saw Lynch, he just about crumbled. So I uh, I'm watching a blue murder video the other day and it was Sykes and he had his hair all ratted out and he looked cool. And she's like, who's that? And I go, that's John Sykes. And she goes, oh, let's let's watch another video with him in it. And I, so so I sat there for like three videos just showing her John. Hey, I'm okay with it. John Sykes is cool, man. He actually might be watching this because he follows me on Facebook. Well, he's cool, man. John so Sykes. He's our favorite. But I wish that guy would do something. He needs to who's, do something, man. Who is the bass player in Blue Murder? Uh, Tony Franklin. Hey, this is Tony Franklin, and you're watching Johnny Bean TV. Hey, this is Tony Franklin. <laughs> I am correct. <laughs> I am correct. <laughs> we can't hear you, Ron. Ron. Oh. I had to turn it back to Mike, sorry. Oh. See, I, okay. now 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 you can sing, Robbie. Ha <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> Yeah, if you can get that thing uh, hooked in stereo, it'd be interesting. Why am I was it, was it Was it echoing ear to ear at least? No, no, because it's mono. Oh. Okay. In mine, it was. It's, it's going left and right. It's stereo. Yeah. Uh, go into your audio settings in StreamYard and click on, there should be a stereo button. That might do it. Why am I glowing all of a sudden? How, how did my lighting change? It's nighttime. You got a battery in your hat. No. Wow. You you guys want to see some of the stuff I picked up? Yes. Okay, so these are these are cool <laughs> stories. These are cool stories. All right. When we go oh into this, gosh. we don't buy the guitar, we buy the story, right? We buy the stuff because of the story, right? So yes. hold on a second. I gotta go home real quick so you guys can see everything real good. I'm gonna what was I, that? I, I there's nothing oh, going on nice. here. There's nothing going on here, so I'm going to go home. All right, hold okay. on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to go home. Okay. All right, back home. All right. Uh, so I called out, and there was a Floyd Rose on Craigslist. And I said, I'm going to buy that Floyd Rose. It says, early 80s Floyd Rose, right? So I emailed the person, and I said, hey, um, I'd like to buy the Floyd Rose. It was listed for $150. I said, would you take 100? They said, I'll take 120. And then I get a phone call from the person, and it's a female. And she's like, hey, I was a, I was a, a, a Hollywood, I was in uh, bands in Hollywood when in the 80s. And I've had this Floyd Rose since the 80s, and I just haven't done anything with it. I kept it for nostalgia value. And I got a early 80s, it's got everything, Robbie. It's got the slammer nut. It's got everything. And it came with two uh, whammy, uh, whammy bars, um, a straight one, and a angled one, like a normal angled one. Look at these bars, dude. I mean, it's these bars are crazy. So she goes, yeah, you can just you can just have it all. I was like, all right, cool. So you got the regular one, right? Uh-huh. Look at this one. Oh, that looks like one of the really early ones that had the nylon nut. So, so they're 
they're both screw in. So I don't that know. That left handed. No. Did you look at the underneath the saddles? Do they have the scribes? So I should take that apart and find out, but I know it's an early one. No serial number? No, I don't on see On the it. block? I don't there's no serial number on the block? No, there, uh just that there's that. I can't see that. Is there something stamped on there? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's probably a serial number. Oh, okay, so that's eighty five. So I got it for one hundred and twenty dollars. That's a win. Nice. Correct. That's yes. a win. I mean, even if it doesn't have the correct uh, scribed saddles on it, it's still worth that more than that. Uh, yeah. I call it uh, TB fourteen. Uh, custom five. It's a custom pickup with the Alnico five magnet. My favorite Duncan pickup, Alnico five. Uh, Forty dollars. That's a win, right? Oh, that's a win. 40 bucks. Now, JP21 does it. Don't get your pants in a bunch here. Oh. <laughs> why is this unique? Why is this unique? You stole it from the studio you were just in front of. Maybe. But why is this one unique? In the chat. Why is this one unique? Why is that unique? Johnny, do you know? Yeah, I know. Tell us. I see that LED clipping diode. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat. I'll tell you guys in a few seconds why that's unique in the chat, if the chat doesn't know. Johnny knows Black why and it's white. unique. Okay, there's a reason why it's unique, and he's holding it sideways to show you. There you go, greasy monkey. Yeah. It's striped all over. It's painted all the way around. The new ones are only painted on top, and the rest of it's white. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes this one unique. Uh, uh, on Craigslist for $99. Oh, wow. And then I got there, and I go, hey, excuse me, where are the rubber feet? Because in the picture, it had rubber feet. And he goes, oh, man, they're at home. Well, just go ahead and make me an offer. And I said, 80 bucks. And he said, okay. Oh, my gosh. So brand new. He said never been used. 80 bucks. Hopefully it works. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny about that? I took my kid to Target today, and I go, I'm going to get some 9 volts. And he goes, for what? And I, he goes, oh, for that pedal. And I go, yeah, but you know what? I can't take it back. I own it now, so I'll just wait till I get home. Uh, yeah. So, you know, whether it works or not, I'll just wait till I get home. I'll figure it out when I get home. So then, back to the offer-up stories. I've been blowing this guy up since what, Bob? September 7th, I think it was? September 7th, I've been blowing this guy up. Hey, I want to buy your guitar. I want to buy your guitar. No response. I get into the town. I email the guy on my kids offer up page. And uh, I say, hey, I want to buy your guitar. And he responds to my kid immediately and says, okay, yeah, it's, it's here. It's for sale. Drum roll, please. Oh. Very nice. So I'm going to take these. So have, have you guys watched the new Wolfgang video? Because he's got one of these in, in the new video. But there's something different about it. He put zebra pickups in it. 
Hmm. So I'm going to pull these pickups out when I get home because I got a set of um, I have a set of zebras at home and I'm going to swap them out and make it look like the black satin from the new Wolfgang videos. So then today we're sitting here and I'm like, okay, you know, no more guitar stuff. I'm done. I, you know, time to go home. And there was a guy I talked, Hey bub, December. So in December, I'm emailing this guy going, Hey, I like to buy your guitar. I like to buy your guitar. He wanted 1600 for it. Oh, I paid $800 for that one. I don't know if that's a good deal or not, but, um, and then was today, it? this guy, I've been talking to him since this, since December. And, um, uh, I said, uh, I like to buy your guitar. He goes, no. And he wanted 1600. This, this is a funny story. I'll just tell the whole story. The, uh, he goes 1600 firm. And I go, you want too much money for the guitar, man. And he goes, no, no, I don't. 1600 bucks, 16. I go, nope. So then today we're sitting here and I hit him at 11. I said, would you take 11? And he said, can you be at this Burger King in 30 minutes? And I said, I think I can. And he said, okay, I'll meet you there in 30 minutes. So I got there and I made it in time and I walked up to the guitar and he gets out of his car and he throws it on the trunk, which I thought was funny. He throws it on the trunk, which I thought was funny. Cause I go, wow, I would never throw a guitar case on my trunk. I mean, you guys probably wouldn't either, right? If you were selling the guitar is, is the first place you set the guitar case on your trunk on an Audi mm. convertible. I was like, no, nah, that's it's kind of weird. Mm. So, um, he opens the case and I look at it and I go, yeah, man, you know, it looks great. Blah, blah, blah. And I go, uh, I go, okay. And I handed him the 1100 and then I saw it and it, look at this. <laughs> uh, he went to McDonald's first. Oh, wait so, a minute. What is this, Johnny? That's a made in Japan. It is a made in Japan. Oh, dude. Okay, so it's a made in Japan, but look at this. Get that wah wah starting thing ready. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Look yeah. at this. Look at the bridge. Oh. Yeah. So the guy standing there right next to me, and I go, wait a minute. And the guy goes, what? I go, hey, man. It's got a Floyd Rose special bridge on it. That came with the EVH bridge. And he goes, no, it didn't. And I go, yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, he said, no, um, no, it didn't. And I said, yeah. And, and I grabbed my money out of his hand because I thought he was going to go. So I grabbed, my, I grabbed the money out of his hand and I go, no At deal. Burger King? Yeah. What he was in his other hand? A, a Whopper? He gripped yeah. it. He gripped his grip. So, <laughs> I, hey, man. He's got the grip, I'm not man. kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I the grabbed my money out of his hand. I and go, took the uh, guitar? I said, no deal. No, <laughs> the guitar was sitting on the trunk. And I grabbed my money. I grabbed the money out of his hand. And I go, no deal, bro. And I just took it out of his hand. And he goes, are you kidding me right now? And I go, no, I'm not kidding you. I said, where's the EVH bridge at? He goes, I bought it used at Guitar Center. And I said, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not <laughs> wow, interested wow. in it, man. And he goes, I'll tell you what. He said, I'll take 100 off it. And I go, nah, I'm, no. I, I'm not interested. And he goes, uh, he goes so, so what does it? And I go, I'll do it for 900. And he goes, uh, okay, just give me the 900. So I gave him the 900. So I got that for 900. 
and I got Floyd Rose Bridges at home, and I'm just going to put a real Floyd on it instead of going for a regular, like an EVH, because those EVH bridges are basically one uh, Floyd 1000s, right? Yes. So yeah. I mean the 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 made in Germany Floyd Rose will be better anyway. So when I get home, oh, yeah. I'll pull that Floyd Rose special. I'll go throw it in the lake, and then um, <laughs> I'll go throw that special in the lake, and then I'll put a Floyd. But hey, so I guess my question to you guys is this: because I was talking to my son on the way home, and he goes, "So is it or isn't it a win, Dad?" And I was thinking, I think it's a win. Nine hundred. That's a that win. Guitar? But I got to put a two. I got to put a, a hundred fifty dollar bridge on it. So now I'm at ten fifty. Right. Right. Is that a win on that guitar? I think so. Um, yeah, they're like fifteen hundred now. I think so too. Right. I think fifteen is probably a good number. Considering you, he wanted sixteen for it, I would say it's a win. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say any, six, yeah. sixteen for that guitar is too much. Regardless, I think so too. Wait, it's too much. A thousand. Yeah. I mean, that's somewhere eight, eight to a thousand for that guitar. I think. Because I, I have a few of those guitars. I, I know those guitars. I, the made viewers, fans? Yeah, yeah. Viewers have given me those guitars. I have them. Back in well, here, once you sold for 1500 That's too so much, I think. I went and looked at I them on Reverb when I got home, and they're going for like fifteen to thirteen yeah. to 1500 So I figure if I'm yeah. at they're going 50 up. for it, I'm good. They're going up. Right. They're going up quick, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you played the guitar, though, too? Yeah, I played it. I, I mean, I mean like, it's filthy. It? I won't touch it. I mean, it, it's disgusting. Oh. I got to go home and clean it up. Well, the guy did meet you at Burger King. <laughs> yeah. And and it's funny because my kid goes, he goes, Dad, uh, because he had like really long hair, he goes, either that guy doesn't know the difference between Axe body spray and deodorant or he's a gigging musician. Which one is it? And I said, I don't know. I, I, I think it may be that he doesn't know the difference between deodorant and Axe body spray. So because of the way he smelled? Well, he just looked he he just looked dirty. So oh. But um so uh anyways, uh the guitar is filthy. Uh I clean the case and uh I'll go and clean the guitar when I get home. Uh, I'll rip it apart, I'll tear it all apart and clean everything up, but put a put a Floyd Rose original on it, and then uh it should mm -hmm. be good to go. So right on, man. Yeah, and then Whoop. tomorrow. So so let me run this by oh. you guys. More. So then tomorrow, a guy said, I got a great, in Phoenix, the, the market's dead. There's like no guitar market in Phoenix. It's, it's no Except fun out there. Except at Zim's Guitar. Except for at Zim's. No, I mean like the offer up, the offer up Craigslist market. It's just kind of stale. So um, tomorrow, I have a EVH 5150 striped that a guy's selling. And guess what he's selling it for? Johnny, you have to sing. Um, uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. Is he like 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 he <laughs> thinks he knows what they're worth? Or he had it listed for fifteen. He had it listed for fifteen, and he changed, and he changed the price of it. What do you think is a good price on that guitar? You have thirty seconds. Well, dun, 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 truthfully, dun, free. Oh well, yeah. But a fair price on one of those? Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, I'd say nine hundred. Nine hundred is fair. What do you think, Ron? And that's top. I, I eight hundred, nine hundred. 
Daryl says eleven hundred. I might even read in the chat. Let's go back and read the chat. Uh, seven fifty. Seven fifty is way too low. That's if you're looking for a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Seven hundred. Wow. Maybe I'm paying too much for it. I What's, paid nine hundred for my Wolfgang special made in Japan, and it's mint. How long ago, though? And that's and the, Canadian. That's Canadian, so it's even less. Yeah. But also, it's you guys know it's all about condition. Yeah. As well. So even like that guitar you just got, it's filthy. You know, it, it's really it's about condition. You know, yeah. and we all know what we like, but even if the condition sucks, it's like, yeah, you know, there's certain things you'd stay away from. What's the condition of the the Stripe series? Uh, it's mint. It's mint. mint. Hey, and it comes with gig bag, EVH gig bag. And gig bag. No case, just gig bag. Because th those don't come with a case. 925. 925. Mm -hmm. I would say the guy's selling it for a thousand or something thousand bucks yeah and you're gonna jump you're gonna pounce tomorrow. i think a thousand's a win on that guitar bro i mean just my opinion on a mint condition 5150 mm -hmm. i think a thousand bucks is a win on that man i'll go take it and you know just clean it up and i don't have one i've got the i've got that awesome one that uh what's his face uh um that uh kyle finch kyle finch god i'm, I'm drawing a blank that kyle did for me I mean, there's nothing better than that, but uh, it'd be cool to have another one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah, a thousand. That's. I think a thousand's cool. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah, especially for what they're all going for these days. I mean, right? Yeah, Joe Paradise says a thousand dollars doesn't suck, and that's good for mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and free is cool, Dan. I agree with that. Free's, free's always me. I mean, if I can get something for free, that's cool. I didn't make it down to Guitar Center. I was hoping to make it down to Guitar Center in Hollywood, but it seems like every time I go down there lately, there's just nothing there. Mm -hmm. Not much doing down there, you know? Mm -hmm. Plus, there's homeless people out in front of the Guitar Center. That kind of craps me out because it used to be that way. That one? I was just, well, I was just there. I was riding, I rode the, the scooter to that one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a regular guitar center, but they do have like like the Clapton Strat on display. They got the, the Van Halen. The Van Halen, yeah. On display. That one's always cool to look at. Yeah. You know, the handprints in the front. You got Sam Ash across the street. Sam Ash is always cool. They got a lot of guitars in there, man. They got a lot of cool guitars in there. I think Sam Ash might have more cooler guitars than Guitar Center does. Oh, yeah. On, on Hollywood or on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. When are you coming down here again for NAMM show? Um, Is that the next time you'll be down? So far, yes. So yeah. end of January, I'll be there. So. Yeah, I'm still thinking about NAMM show. We're going to uh, we're going to Nashville though in February. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to the Gibson Garage. Check it out. Oh, right on. I was there. I got guys that work there that I worked with at Sir that work there now in the mod shop. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I, I know a couple guys that work in the mod shop, so that'll be cool. Cool. Oh, the Gibson Garage is awesome. Yeah. That's where I bought this. That's where I got this shirt. Yeah, they got Kramer stuff Gibson. there, too. So They got everything. Cool. 
Kramer, Epiphone, Mesa, all that stuff. So that's the uh, that's the trip to uh, that's a trip to California this year. So, dude, that's amazing. I think the biggest win was that Floyd Rose. Probably right. Mm -hmm. What's that Floyd Rose worth, Robbie? Two seventy five. Depends if it's got the right saddles on it. You have the nut that brings and two bars. And one of the bars is the old kind that came on like the, you know, the pre-production ones when they were like screwed in with the damn flat bolt and the locking nut, you know, when, when, uh, cause, cause Floyd is making those dang things in his basement, you know, now I know that they're like, well, this guy had the first one or this guy, the second one, but you know, he was making them before those those are the first known people that had them. He was trying to sell them for quite some time. He was making them for a while in his basement, you know. Oh, no. But uh, My laptop just died, and that had the giveaway entries on it. That's if, it has the, if it has the scribes, if the saddles are correct, if the two middle saddles have no lines, and then there's one line on the, uh, the, two, the two outer ones, and then the outside ones have two lines, then that that's the original saddles that go to it. And I'd say, yeah, that's probably because it looks like it's in a really good condition. I'd say with the nut and the two bars, it's easily $300. That's cool. Now, if it doesn't have the right saddles, then you're looking at maybe 250 something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, if I get a Kramer, like if I get an old Kramer or something, and the bridge is hammered on it, you know, like I'll corrode it or something. I'll I have that one to fall back on. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll keep that for one of you know, like a like a Kramer deal or something that pops up. Mm -hmm. No, Rock Daddy, the uh, the uh, the guitar deal was out here in California. I'm in California right now. I'm going back to Arizona tomorrow, I think. So. Mm hmm. Dude, just stay there and 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 uh, add up those deals, man. I don't think my <laughs> girlfriend would like it if I stayed too much longer. I think it's time to go home. The good thing is, is the cat's out of the bag for me tomorrow. All the guitar deals are out of the bag. She knows now, so that's you know, it's, it's good. I'm oh, sure she's, she's watching? watching. Oh, for she's sure. Watching? For sure. Hey. Hi. Uh, let's see here. That's it for the chat. Yeah. So, I, you know, I like sharing that stuff with you guys. You know, it's fun. But that that was a rush today when I saw that bridge. And I was like, I'm driving home. I'm telling my kid, I said, man, I'm so glad I caught that. Mm -hmm. You know how crapped out I would have been getting home and looking at that guitar, Johnny, and seeing a Floyd Rose special on that bridge and pay, played 1100 for it? Oh, I'd be so crapped out. <laughs> I'd mm -hmm. be so crapped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1100 yeah that's still that's that's a little a little too much for me but. what uh what colors do you have in the in the japanese ones i have a black black mine are all hardtails too i don't know for some oh, they're hardtails yeah all of them they always my work. buddy's got a hardtail he loves it oh they're they're great i have, I have a Lighter black martin. one bye martin bye martin i've got See you, a, martin Bye, Martin. 
I've got a black one. Uh, what else? The body and the neck. And then the, the, the headstock, it, it broke. One of them fell. Oh. And Edward's old guitar tech messaged me, and he fixed that headstock for me. Oh, that's cool. Tom Weber. Yeah, he just messaged me on Facebook. He's like, hey, I saw what happened. I want to fix that for you. And he did. I sent it to him. He fixed it sent it back. No kidding. Yeah. Um, well, how can I explain this? So those guitars, I have, I have one that's a complete guitar. I have uh, another neck, a Japan neck, the one that Tom Weber fixed for me. I have uh, a Japanese body that has a Chinese neck on it. I think, I think I have two of those. I got two Japanese bodies with two Chinese necks on them. Hmm. And then one Japanese body with Japanese neck. Yes. The, the, the cool thing about those Japanese necks is they had the stainless steel frets. And they had a bird's eye. They had a bird's yeah. eye uh, fret Japan. Do you want to see it? I'll, yeah. Let me show you. Is Robbie singing? Hang on. Yes. Okay, here's mine. This is uh, Japan. Right there. And yeah, like I said, hardtail. There you go, a little dusty. Strings are, are like that because, um, what was it? Something broke. Hmm. Oh, I, I can't take the bridge off, like it's, duck or something yeah, happened seized on there I what happened talking so, to you about it something broke on here so i can't even use the guitar yeah something happened something broke on it so i can't even play it so i'm gonna have to like get it uh get it fixed at some point i think i think that's it but there's the back evh decal from nam uh this evh sticker was sent to me from van halen Van Halen Camp actually sent me the sticker. And then Fancy Pants and the Evil Doers is an awesome, was an awesome band. You can check out their video on my channel. They played a Nam Jam that I was at years ago. So, yes. I've heard those hardtails play fantastic. Oh, listen, listen to that, man. <laughs> Yeah, it it uh, the bridge seized up on me, the 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 tailpiece like it's stuck on there. I can't take it; it won't come off. Hmm. So just for for the time being, it's just like that. I'm not playing it. So how long has it been that way? A while. Send it to Ron; he can fix it. <laughs> I'll do it. And hey, I just saw uh, somebody was saying, hey, go to VH Links. 
Dude, I haven't heard them yet. Apparently there's some Diver Down, uh, there's calling them Diver Down uh, Studio Sessions, is what they're calling them. Hmm. I haven't listened yet. I just saw them, but I'll, I'm going to listen to them and tell you guys what I think. And if it's cool, we'll talk about it Tuesday. You mean Tuesday. OU812 Tuesday. Or we'll talk about it right now. Let me let me take a listen and see what this sounds like. If this is an if this is actually what it what this claims to be. Let me see. Wayne, you are correct. Sometimes people would just change things just to change them. What's happening, Big Lewis? Man. Wayne says huh? they glued some of those on, Johnny. Man, why would they glue those on? The bridge? Yeah. No, that one wasn't glued on. That one's it's been taken off. It just got frozen. It just seized. It seized up. Let me listen to this. Van Halen 80, 83 Diver Down Studio Sessions. This was uploaded uh When was this uploaded? 2 hours ago. Secrets Instrumental. Lewis. Full bug. Oh, our friend Bob and Blackie was was over there an hour ago. Bob, are you in the chat here? What did you think of this? Actually, here's what you guys can do. In the chat, you guys, you know, we love Van Halen. I'm going to throw this link into the chat. I want we got 74 people here. I want everybody to jump over there and and leave comments saying Johnny Bean sent me. Okay? And you guys can all open up another window and listen to this. Like I said, I haven't heard this yet, but it it's claiming to be Van Halen Diver Down sessions. People seem to be excited about it. Um I have not heard this yet, but it was just uploaded. I mean, it could be fake. Let me let me listen for a second. Hang on. Let me just listen to this. Yeah, I don't know. I know you guys can't hear this. So. Is it subpar? Well, I mean, it's secrets and it's instrumental and the guitar is not the guitar on the record. But I'm not sure it's Eddie. I'm, I'm, <laughs> let me just listen for a second. Once the, If I hear the solo, I can tell you, definitely. Because the guitar is actually out of tune with the track. So that's why I'm thinking, I don't know if this is Eddie, because Eddie wouldn't be out of tune. Sorry for the dead air. It is, this is interesting. Okay, let me give this to you guys. 
in the chat. There it is. I want everybody to jump over there and say Johnny Bean sent me. Okay. So if this is fake, we'll we'll call them out and say this is fake. Does it sound like real or no? I haven't heard enough of it yet. It is interesting. It is interesting because there's like it's I'm not sure. What's the anyway, title of it? Van Halen eighty three Diver Down Studio Sessions? Yeah. I'll listen yeah. to it tomorrow. Yeah, or listen to it in your headphones. The Happy Trails is definitely Van Halen. The Happy Trails is definitely Van Halen. The Secrets Instrumental, I'm not 100% yet. And there's there's two different takes of Full Bug, which I haven't listened to yet. But I want everybody to jump over there. If you're watching this right now or on replay, click on that link. And don't leave the show. We've already lost like 12 people. You don't have to what? leave the show. Open that up in another window. Drop comments saying Johnny Bean sent me. Okay, say Johnny Bean yeah. sent me. Ronnie Parker, I have not heard the new Dockin album, but that's interesting. I saw a post from Don Dockin the other day on Blabbermouth, and it said uh, that people were having people weren't going to people were having a problem with the way Don mm-hmm. Dockin sings now. And he said, "Hey, if you want to hear I'll Don Dockin." He said something like, if you guys want to hear Don Dockin from the 80s and just listen to me, if you don't, if you're looking to hear that, I'm not going to be there or something to that. Uh, I I thought that was cool because obviously Don Dockin doesn't sound the way he used to anymore. But, uh, you know, a lot of us don't look the way we used to either in the 80s. So I guess that's a fair statement for him to come out and say. But no, I have not heard it. Maybe I'll listen to it on the way home tomorrow. Is it good? Ronnie Parker, is it good? I mean, is is it worth listening to, or should I not listen to it? Have you heard it, Ron? No. No, I have not. Robbie, you haven't heard it, have you? No, but it says 83 sessions, and I'm pretty sure Diver Town came out in 82, so. Oh, no, I'm talking about the new Dokken album. Do you like Dokken? Oh. No, I never I've really was into him. No. I've just heard the one the verse the first song off of it. That was it. Is it good? Yeah, he did a video for it. And he's like sitting on a looks like he's on in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood sitting on a porch. Oh, I did see that. It's like weird, like in a house or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. Huh. I'll listen to it tomorrow. See if it's good. He he said that this this was probably the last stocking album but he just turned mm-hmm. what 70 yeah them guys are getting older man i think he, i think he just turned 70 yeah it, it's i can't remember the name of the song but he's sitting on like a swing on a porch yeah i saw that video i saw parts of it and i turned it off I, I i thought it was kind of weird i think you had a good point about the uh Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I was like, is he yeah. like on a TV set of houses or something? It was just kind of weird. And they keep he, and they keep showing like pictures of him from the 80s through it. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't heard anything else off of it, just that. Interesting. But I do have my new Lynch Mob album ordered with the autograph. Bab- Babylon, I think the name of it. All right, I'm back. Uh, 
okay, as far as that Diver Down stuff, yeah, I know Diver Down was 82, not 83. So that's 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 a typo. I'm not a hundred percent on on some of that. Some of it sounds like somebody else could have been playing that. Mm. Um, it's it's interesting, and there's another video as well. Uh, yeah, TV clips. Yeah, I see. There's another one. I'm about to listen to that as well. Some of that is Van Halen. Some of it, I'm not sure. But anyway, jump over to that video and, and again, drop comments saying uh, Johnny Bean sent me. It is interesting. Johnny Bean sent me Johnny. Thank you, guys. I see you guys. <laughs> yeah, interesting stuff. Wow. Um, Did Ronnie Parker leave? Ronnie Parker, let me know if that's worth uh, listening to, if you're still in the chat. Uh, Betrayal's versus is too bad. Hmm. What guitar is that, Ron? Jackson Solos Pro. Oh, wait a minute. I got to get rid of the virtual screen. Well, Hold on. Is that the one that you buffed out that was flat? What chord yeah. is he playing there? I don't know. Yeah. This had the the matte finish on it and I sanded it down and buffed it out. Oh yeah. Looks way nicer after you did that. Yeah, I like this one. Got the again, still flat on the back. The wood grain uh, I did. I buffed it about half. Hmm. I didn't do it as far as the front. I just don't like the matte finish because as you're playing, you get the shiny spot right here. So I was like, if it's going to do that, I'm just going to do the whole damn thing. So, but uh, I didn't clear it or nothing. That's literally just. Uh, I started with uh, 600 up to 2,000, and then requires uh, buffing compound. And then McGuire's floor uh, remover and cleaner wax. You can see how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it, it does look a lot Looks better. great. That's weird. Your mic is, like, cutting out, too. How about now? There's, like, a gate on there or something. There's uh, an LED clipping diode on this. <laughs> Let me check the settings. Exclamation point, Lori. <laughs> Is Lori, are you going to play tonight if Lori shows up, Robbie? Oh, she probably won't. She went to go see her son. Oh. I wrote this song today. Try to play it anyway. Thank you, Dan. It's pretty deep. I had kind of an emotional moment a couple of days ago when I was cleaning out a one of my beds. This bench behind me, actually, and I came across a remembrance a remembrance card from my sister. She died in 2017, and I lost it. I was I just was sobbing. I lost. I thought I had dealt with this, and it just triggered me and. Zora was looking at me like she was worried. And 
it was really bad. And, uh, of course, I listened to Tristan and his old prelude. That helped me through it. But I realized in that moment that when people are dealing with stuff like that, other people, they don't want to deal with that. That's your problem, you know? And I, I thought that when people have to deal with something like that and they realize they're alone and nobody else wants to, you know, be there for them, it's a little ironic. That This is what this song is kind of about. I think one of the uh, best lines in this is, don't you dare expect compassion. Don't expect replies or answering the phone. Because really caring is out of fashion. I thought that was kind of brilliant. Mm -hmm. But... You know, getting through that was really hard, and I realized how alone I am in that moment. Although I did feel my sister near, and she did not like me being upset, and that's kind of what brought me out of it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that's what this got written this morning, kind of like that. Hey, are you going to give us a tour of the uh, of the new stuff? Sure. Uh, so Johnny's in command here. Johnny is in command. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to, yeah, if you if you, you want to do that of your place, we can check we can check that out. All right, let's do the whole thing. All right, upload it and switch it over and change the camera and all that. Mm -hmm. wonderful stuff tv clips listen to the other video the other video is van halen or at least some of that i'm not a hundred percent convinced of what i just heard is van halen like the secrets because like i said it was kind of out of tune although there was some jamming like they were jamming around and stuff but some of the lead what? lines some of the leads it's like that wouldn't have been eddie playing those leads some of those leads were way too sloppy than that wouldn't have been ever. So I'm not 100% convinced that that is. Oh, no. What is that? Oh, that's my phone. I just jumped in a link on my phone. I know I'm so tech. What? Okay, you ready? You just have to flip the camera around on your phone. It's in the settings. Camera off. By the way, you guys, smash that thumbs up. How many thumbs do we have today? We have uh, 24 thumbs ups. We got 67 watching. By the way, we're doing a giveaway. I've got some Simpsons guitar picks that might be very valuable. I don't know. But we're going to give some of them away today. Towards the end of the show. So in uh, about an hour. All right. You ready, Robbie? Robbie's going to show us his, uh, his living room. Oh, it looks like he moved the workbench that was out What's in the showing? living room. Oh, he's showing his cat. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> Zora. 
Zora. Ah. Oh. What's up, Zora? You leading the way? Huh? All right. Bear with me as I attempt to move. You see, I I brought put stuff back in the bench after I moved it. Mm-hmm. And um, put the speakers up here. The light. I'm trying to step now. Oh, okay, I got a little step. Wayne, you heard those tracks? Some of that stuff, I'm not convinced it's Van Halen. Some of it is, though, I know. Okay. What's in that closet? Uh, Vacuum, golf clubs, jackets. Skeletons. (laughs) Neighbors. Looks like you're setting up for a gig. That's how I roll. This is a uh, a 15 with horns Yamaha that I picked up a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And Zora is on top of the big dumper cabinet, which we'll go take a look. And that's my little 80 watt PA head, which is pushing <laughs> these things. MPS. This PA head is actually pushing them, and it sounds great through the 15s and the horns. It all worked. I had to take this cabinet apart. Tight speaker. And put oh, the back back on. That speaker has a raccoon on it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Zora. Yeah, this is this this is a this is a great cabinet here. You can see that. The horn and the, you know, the sound shaping, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And uh, what you doing, Zora? Huh? I've got this piece of carpet to cover the wires so you don't trip on them. You comfy? You like the dumper cabinet? Yeah, so do I. It works. Hey, Works, Zora. Hi, Zora. Does Zora have a broken leg? No. Looks like a cast. Of course not. Of course not. No. And then I... What? Oh, yeah, he said his... On the speakers so I could get the reactive feedback the way I like it. And of course, here we have our red LED clipping diode boxes and my outlet strip, not a power supply, a outlet strip with a fuse. So that's just old school. So I finished it. The room's done. Now I'm using the, uh, I'm using the microphone right now to be on the computer via Johnny's, but it's going to go right about it's going to go right in front of me here when I sing, and it sounds so much better. And it's been a lot of work, but I got it. And, you know, you guys have probably seen him. If you haven't, here's the gong stand for the 38-inch gong. And then we have the 32-inch gong. 
and the sound plates. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, the 30 inch gong in the corner there, so I could play it with a drum set. And here's the drum set with the, the roto toms. And that red drum, that's a that's a eight inch deep uh, Tama Superstar from 1982. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a real rare drum. And it has the buff on it, too. Mm-hmm. And what's really kind of important for tomorrow, Sunday Sounds, I'm playing Led Zeppelin Fool in the Rain. And I got this whip today, which you need for that. So I'll be able to do that because I got the whistle. You see that 30 a little bit better there. <laughs> I don't know if you can see the screen. Yeah, he's still on the screen. You can, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, where are you going to put the Sabian symbol? Rock Daddy is asking. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of like frisbeeing it out into the woods out back. Oh, wow. That's not so, that's not so bad. It's a little splash. Over here. That's cool. By the, you know, by the gongs as an accent or something. You know, on different Sunday sounds, I might uh, use, I have I have a no-name China, and I also have a Zildjian, used to be a big hand symbol, that it's a 20-inch Zildjian. It's pretty loud. It cuts real trouble. But sometimes I'll use that for uh, for accents, you know, at the beginning of Sunday sounds when I hit the gong and the, you know, the sound plates and whatnot. Before I start playing the, but I'll tell you what this this cabinet looks looks all beat up and everything. I love this thing. It sounds so good, and I'm just really happy I'm able to set this up. So the microphone is behind the two fifteens, which is you know what I've always done as far as singing through stuff so i didn't really like it in the other room through those little speakers and it sounds much better mm-hmm. so, that's cool exciting tour right zora zora loves it <laughs> hi zora hi what are you doing huh it's okay yeah you okay yeah zora loves everything <laughs> Yeah, you, you chewing on that, babe? <laughs> oh, it's all right. I think it's going to be a couple more months on the gong. On Tuesday, I'm going to send the shipping to Portsmouth. So if it comes in early, they are going to they are going to ship it right away. Thank you so much, Wayne. And that's the that's the completed room. Tomorrow is the first time I'll film anything in here doing cool in the rain. Right on. Are you going to have lights? Do you have like stage lights and stuff? No, I've got this light here. I've got another light in the other room. I'll probably have to uh, start thinking about that because the room is, you know, bigger. Oh, yeah. So 
I mean, but with the sunshine in the morning, it lights up pretty nice. There's a stark difference in this room, huh? That room looks pretty small. It is, and to think. I'm in California, Wayne. Robbie is been, in uh, Oklahoma. I've been really driven to do this. Yeah. Oh, there's your setup. Look at that. Yeah, my, this is my cute little computer table that rolls around. It has, a, it has wheels, and I can, I can roll it around and... Uh, yeah, this is basically what I use for uh, Johnny's show. If I go live on somebody nice. else's show or play guitar, I can use this too. So I'll have, you know, better sound. Okay, so I guess I'm going back. I'm coming back, Johnny. All right. Welcome back. Good night, Janice. Good night, Janice. Good night, Janice. Yeah, let me. Oh, Johnny unmuted me. Yay! I'm back. I don't know why it always feels like I'm walking on the moon when I do that. <laughs> oh, because the connection? I don't know. I don't know. The Maybe internet connection, obviously, yeah. It, right, it's know. pretty weak in there. I can't just, you know, go from there. Mm -hmm. it, I'm going to get a booster that I can plug into my uh, my furthest wall closest mm -hmm. to the neighbor lady. That will boost the signal. And I'll be able to go from in there then. But most of the stuff I do is uh, videos. So, you know, it's not really, it's not really that big a deal. If I ever do go live on my own, though, I will definitely need the, the, the uh, booster mm -hmm. for that. But that's, I, I, I think that's pretty cool. You know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for, uh, for watching that yeah it uh it looks cool man it looks like you guys set up good oh thanks mr good yes wayne are you from new york city like me i am not you can't get rid of your accent do i have a new york accent i shouldn't now you talk like that you talking to me? <laughs> My wife's from New York. I've been to New York. New York City. MPN. New Jack City. Wow. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, we're doing a giveaway in a little bit. I got some guitar picks. I'm going to give away some Simpsons guitar picks. So make sure you stay tuned. 
And don't, don't forget to tune in tomorrow night for the Guitar ASMR show. What guitar are you going to play tomorrow night? Probably the same one. <laughs> it's my oh, favorite. Um, play that black one you just had. It's broken. I can't. Oh, come on. It's busted. I probably actually did play it at it. one point on, on one of those. I've been doing that show for like a year. But, uh, oh, tomorrow. Yeah, it's not just about playing the guitar. You know, I, 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 do, I do demos. I do reviews. And I was going to do a, uh, I was going to put together some guitar cables, some patch cables from Three Monkeys Solderless. Oh, okay. This company right here, Three Monkeys Solderless, the new standard in cabling. They sent me a, a bag of, of basically, they're, they're solderless cables. You just, you. You, you take the cable, you take the ends, and you twist them on, and they're good to go. Hmm. It's pretty good. That's actually, I use them on my board. They sent me a whole bag of cabling, which I need to find before tomorrow. <laughs> so I was going to do that. Bye. Yeah, some of that solderless stuff is pretty good. I got a... Um I got a project going right now with a shop in Arizona at uh, Atomic, and um, I'm putting an EMG in it. And the guy said that you're, he said the solderless stuff is good. You can use it. When I was at Sir, we didn't use the solderless stuff. We wired everything with solder. Mm -hmm. But uh, apparently now, the technology has gotten better since then. So there, uh, he said the uh, the solderless stuff is good, like the EMG stuff. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Mm hmm. I, well, I can actually show you one right now. I got on my board. <laughs> Did I use them? Yeah. That's not me. Here. Here. Yeah, here's one of them right here. This is a Three Monkey solderless cable. Oh, and it's green. <laughs> it's green, so you can't see it. Because I'm... Spoiler alert, I'm using a green screen tonight. I had to, although I don't have to now. I could actually take it down. But So this is actually, actually, that looks cool. If, if the cable was that color, that'd be pretty neat. But see, it's just basically you just, you just take the cable and you, you can strip it a little bit and then you just twist the ends on and they're done. No soldering. And they sound great. I've been using this cable for four years. No problem. So I'm going to build some of these tomorrow. We're going to talk about them. And actually, maybe if I get a hold of him and if he agrees, maybe one of the guys from the company will join me tomorrow. He's actually a huge Van Halen fan. And he actually does videos on YouTube talking about Van Halen amplifiers and stuff. Maybe I'll contact him and see if he wants to jump on tomorrow if he's available. If not, he'll, he will be on the show at some point. So there you go. Three Monkeys Solderless. You guys know I wear their T-shirt all the time. It's got the monkey. The, the monkey with, with the gun like this? You guys see me wearing that shirt? I wear it all the time. That's their shirt. Hmm. Three monkeys solderless. And you know what's hilarious is the other night, um, what night? Was that last Sunday? I was, talking, <laughs> I was talking about that. I was talking about how I was going to do that. And then I went and I found a video of when I, when I actually talked about the stuff originally. It was four years to the day. When that, when I was, when I looked up the video, when the video was from, and that day when I was talking about it, somebody commented in the chat, in the, on the comments. And I'm like, wow, this is, that was exactly four years ago. Anyway.
what's the channel called? Um, I got to find out. I'll have all that info tomorrow. So, Jamie, join us tomorrow night. I'll have all that info. I will be watching. Right. I will, I will be watching. Uh, Wayne says that he needs some cables for you, Johnny. And he also wants to know if you notice his accent when you talked on the phone. We talked on the phone? That's what he says. So I don't did remember. Did you notice any accent? Oh, yeah. He called. Yeah, he wrote songs for Elton John, remember? No, that's another guy. Oh, you called in that one time. I remember that. Like a couple few weeks ago, you called in. I don't remember an accent. Um, the plug-in stuff, it is good. It's great. I've been using this, using this cable four years. No problems. Four years? It's invisible. Four years? Four years. <laughs> and I, and it's, it's solderless. You just... Huh. That's all you do. Yeah. Have this you ever seen the... Uh... Have you ever seen the magnet ones? The ones that I've got some in the garage. I never used them. They're like yeah, clip. It's like a. Yeah. I think at Nam we saw some of those. I got some of those and they came. I bought a pedal board from a guy and he had it on there and I, I never used them. I just didn't. I don't believe in those. So. I could see I don't you think tripping that those on could, and kicking the, pay, kicking the cable away. Yeah. I mean, like I looked at that and I was like, whoa, that's really weird. I'm not oh, sure if magnetic. I could use that. Yeah. I'm not sure if I could use that. Yeah. Somebody messes around with your board and pulls it apart, and you're like, whoa, where is it at? You know? <laughs> yeah. That might be kind of weird. Yeah. That's, that is kind of interesting. It yes. That's true. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Um, you should play your Ernie Ball Van Halen on one of the ASM show, ASMR shows. Okay. Ernie. Tomorrow? Pe people would dig that if you broke your Van Halen out. <laughs> Switch to the I, neck if, pickup. That that neck pickup is freaking awesome. I actually used to play, before I was doing what I call the guitar ASMR show, which I used to call the Sunday night. Originally, Sundays was called the Sunday night string change show. And I would change, I would, you would see me with a workbench and I would change strings. I would have other people on with me. The people would join me and we would just talk while we changed our strings. That's what Sundays used to be. And if any of you guys want to do that, you're welcome to jump on on a Sunday and we can do that. Um, but it went from that because I ran out of, I only have 12 guitars. So I, yeah. I it ran out of changing strings and I just started playing. But what I was going to say is actually I used to, on Mondays, I used to do a show on Mondays that I would call Music Man Monday, and I would play the Music Man guitar. That goes back, what, three years, four years? Something like that? Hmm. Yeah, you should play it tomorrow night. Play your, play your Van Halen tomorrow night. Okay. I'll be watching. If You'll be watching. Will you be home by tomorrow night? Yeah, Peggy's asking how many are still here. I think it was 58 in the chat. We got 58 here. Yeah, so smash that thumbs up. We only have 25 thumbs ups. We have 59 in the chat. John, do you remember the the idea that Octopus Ears said the other day? 
that would be a good topic while you're no. playing GTA? No. Why the years that we... Uh, I'm, I can't remember exactly how you word it, but something like the era we grew up, that's the guitar, type of guitars we like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. He said that would be a good topic. I think it would be. I mean, mm -hmm. we're, we're pretty much the 80s, except for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, I'm, I'm 90s. Well, I was I around. Mean, I, in, liked, uh, I was around in the seventies. Well, you he, were just he, talking he had, about. You were just talking about uh, underrated guitar players at the beginning of the show. Were you going to talk about underrated guitar players? Yeah, I was looking forward to that conversation. You want to talk about that? Go ahead. We have we have a list. This is this is from Ron. Oh no, that's that's not for me. That's not. Well, oh, then who was that? Who it said that? My, then? That, who's that from? <laughs> Mark. But that says underrated guitar players. I thought this was from you. Somebody I, texted me this. That that was Martin. Oh, <laughs> somebody but texted me this photo. Apparently his apparently his area code is the same as mine nine three seven. Underrated guitarists, in my opinion, it's a little blurry. We can read Mick those names. Mars. Yeah. I don't. Uh... Who sent this? That that was Martin. Underrated guitarists: Mick Mars, Jakey e. Lee. What's what's that next one, Ron? Nuno. Oh, I'm in why the, is Nuno? Uh, why is Nuno underrated? I'm in the wrong uh, brand, so I can't even show it. Anyway, uh, Brad Whitford. Vito. Vito. CC Okay, I, I I agree with I agree with about Tracy Guns and Izzy Stradlin. Uh, Glenn Tipton. KK uh, Downing. That's a that's the uh, that's the Judas Priest duo. Glenn Tipton yeah. and KK Downing. And the next two are Iron Maiden. Yeah. I don't well, think. Well, no, you missed Pat Travers. Pat Travers well, is a great guitar player. And he. He got. That's not Dave Mustang, is it? Huh? Dave Mustang. I don't, I don't know who that is. It's probably Dave Mustang. Why? He's not underrated. Well, the, this is. It says, in my opinion. I mean, so I, I think he was just now, giving you. I think he was just giving you a topic to discuss. And saying, you know, this is what I, only, I this the, is what I recommend. I agree with the Tracy Guns and Izzy Stradlin, and maybe even Mick Mars. What's the last one? I can't read that. that. Allen, something. Uh, Larkin Allen, Collins. I don't know who that is. I, I don't know who that is either. Hmm. Yeah, I... Yeah. 
I think one of the I think Vito Brada is is a, I mean looking at that list that's probably one of the first one that comes to mind. I'd say that Warren Demartini is probably one of the most underrated guitar players of the '80s. Jakey Lee falls in there. Mick Mars, yeah. I don't think Nudo Betancourt was ever underrated. He was always a no. trailblazer, yeah. man. That guy was just a beast. CC Deville, I don't think that CC Deville is an underrated guitar player. I think CC Deville is a, uh, and of course that this is my opinion. It doesn't. It's just it is a topic of discussion. CC Deville was a was a was a great fit for Poison. Because he's not so cool, much, not so much for Striper. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. I mean, I, I think CC Deville's cool. Um, Tracy Guns. I was never really an LA Guns fan. I mean, like they had some cool riffs and stuff, but uh, I don't see that guy being a underrated guitar player. Hey, I, I mean, like the best way to define these bands is is what band was was recognized for their guitar player and what band was recognized for the band. L.A. Guns was was recognized as L.A. Guns. Poison was rec recognized as C.C. DeVille, or as, as Poison. Van Halen was recognized as Eddie Van Halen. White Lion was recognized as Vito Brada. Extreme was recognized as Nudo Betancourt. That's, in my opinion, how you separate Mick Mars, Motley Crue. Mick Mars was never a standout guitar player, but he no. was cool in Motley Crue. Jakey Lee, regardless of what band Jake, Jake was in, you, you didn't say Ozzy Osbourne or Badlands or Red Dragon Cartel. It was Jakey Lee's band, you know? So that's how, that's how in my opinion, you, uh, you find out who the underrated guitar players were and who the, uh, you know, who the standout guitar players were. I mean, Rat. Yeah, I mean... Robin Crosby wasn't that great of a guitar. He wasn't a flash as flashy as Demartini, but Robin Crosby wrote all the stuff for Rat. So I mean, that's you know, that's you know, that, that's equal suit there. You know, I agree with Peggy as far as Lindsey Buckingham being underrated, and I'd kind of like to throw in there uh, Glenn Campbell as well. Go ahead. Yeah, Glenn Campbell was a Roy, extraordinary. Well, Roy Clark. Roy Clark was never underrated, but he was he was a great guitar player. Ronnie Parker says Car Carlos Cavazzo from Quiet Riot. Yeah, Carlos Carlos is a good guitar player, man. He's cool. Uh oh, don't say that. Uh, Cheech, be careful. Don't say that in front of, of Ron. Ron Ron's I'm, gonna get I'm upset. I'm gonna have to argue with you on that one, Cheech. Good yeah. night, Peggy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna have Esteban. <laughs> well, uh, Todd Todd Rundgren he did all the guitar work on "Bad Out of Hell." I mean, come on, <laughs> Joe Walsh, okay, and even Don Fedler. Esteban. You know, the, the the sad part about Carlos, if 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 you ever watch the hearing aid thing. The part they put him in is right after Neil Sean and Ingve, and it's like it just makes him look so bad. Plus, his sound was terrible. Yeah, I think uh, I think that Carlos Cavazzo was was more of a he was in Quiet Riot. He wasn't a Quiet Riot wasn't Quiet Riot was built around. I guess this is a better way to explain it, Carlos. 
quite right was built around a band, not a guitar player. He was cool, but he wasn't built around him. White Lion was definitely built around Vito Brada, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I, I mean, Extreme definitely built around Nuno Betancourt, you know? Louis Villarreal, for sure. Uh, Jeff Labar, Chris DeGarmo from Queensryche. Um, Jeff Labar, Cinderella. See, again, I, I don't think a standout guitar player, but was great in the band. You know, I mean, Jeff Labar was a great guitar player for uh, for um, Cinderella. Cinderella. Well, I mean, you know, I'm older than you guys. And I, I look at stuff like uh, Robin Trower or, um, you know, uh, Gary Moore when he was at Thin Lizzy, you know. Um, there's like bands like uh, Leslie West, you know, like that. That's where I go. Where they weren't really back then. It was it was being known, but they weren't really overrating people back then. The only person that really got accused of being overrated was probably Jimi Hendrix with people that didn't like him. Whatever happened to Chris DeGarmo? He quit after... He did He's Empire. This guy wore the hat, right? He wore the hat, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was uh, cool. Yeah, he, he, he wrote most of the songs, too. I'm 61, um, Blue. He did the Empire album, then he quit, then I think he came back for one more. And then he quit again, and he's never, never returned. Hmm. He just got tired of it. He got tired of being away from his family, he said. Hmm. Interesting. Jerry Reed. There you go, Lewis. Jerry Reed was an excellent guitar player. Uh, Jerry to Reed. Steve Hackett. Wait, Jerry Reed? Was, was that that actor? Well, he was a he was a country musician first. Was he the guy in the Bond movie? No, he was smoking a bandit. He was a truck driver. Oh, who's the guy in the Bond movie that's an actor, but he's also like a singer? I have no idea. Guitar Center had a Jerry Reed Telecaster. I did a video oh. with, and it was one yeah. of my worst performing videos ever. Like, nobody cared at all. <laughs> nobody cared. It, and it was only like a couple of years ago or a year ago. Yeah, like the video got like 100 views. Like, nobody cared. Yeah. yeah Jerry Reed did <laughs> Jerry the... Reed uh, Telly. Uh, what was it? She got the gold mine and I got the shaft. <laughs> he even did a song called Guitar Man. Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed, okay. Country. He's, he's dead, right? Yeah. No, that is the guy. Actor. Guitar man. Wait, 70. It That's been, a good uh, one, G. G says Dick Dale, yeah. Would have been early 70s. He was on Hee Haw a lot. On Jerry Reed. That is him. He's in Diamonds Are Forever. He's in the Bond I did, movie. I did, I did he know he that. plays like the rich guy in the movie. Yeah. Who, who's that? 
Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best Bond movies. Diamonds are forever. Uh, Glenn Campbell is an excellent guitar player. He was a session musician. He played a lot of lead guitars on a lot of songs that you've probably heard and not known it was him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a video that, from Hee Haw, which is Glenn Campbell and Roy Clark taking turns playing Malaguena. Mm -hmm. And that was just, that they didn't make a mistake. It was perfect. Wow, cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of good stuff. What do you guys think of Slash? I like Slash myself. Um, mostly I like his use of the 100-watt plexi head, the Alnico 2 pickup, and the 600-watt 600, .020 orange drop capacitor, which... He wired to ground. I mean, that was that's where I got that wiring from. Mm -hmm. I mean, so what do you think of him as a as a as a considered an elite player? Well, yeah, he's very well known. But when you listen to stuff like uh, "November Rain" or "Estranged," I mean, some of the stuff he he played was was fantastic. I you think know, the solo in "November Rain" is killer. Oh, sure. And man, if strange is one of my favorite. When I saw him play that in concert, I was blown away. Well, November Rain, too, but that was a great show in Oklahoma City. Yeah, and he, he I think he, uh, he didn't actually miss, but he might have like muffed maybe, maybe two notes that whole concert. You know me, I'm like, you know, Mr. Analytical. But yeah. I, I think he's terrific. Mm -hmm. Well, and what's overlooked too is uh, Axel Rose's uh, ability to play piano. The guy can really play piano extremely well. Yeah, he played at uh, Lisa Marie's funeral. He did? I didn't yeah. know that. He played November Rain. And he sang it. I still couldn't get past the uh, the Michael Jackson Lisa Marie video. But huh? yeah, yeah, he did it. Michael Jackson, when he was married to her, he wrote a song for her, and that she was in the video with him. Oh, you you are not alone, or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, Johnny Rock says Slash has great feel. I think it's very expressive with what he did. He wasn't, like, overplaying stuff. He was really, you know, being expressive in what he was doing. It came across emotionally. Okay, now, who do you think makes a better player? Someone who learned to play by ear or someone who learned by the book? I'd have to go with the ear. I mean, right. you can go back in time to classical composers that – could actually write stuff down, but they were hearing stuff in their head. It wasn't like they're saying this note goes at that. No, they were they were following what they were thinking. It was like, okay, I can write this down like this. It wasn't the other way around. You know, I go and, I go with 
I go with ear also. I think someone who plays with ear plays with plays with more uh, feel, more emotion, more expression. And it's like my son is book taught. He's got a master's in it he, from Berkeley. And he he sits there and tells me, well, Dad, you, that won't go. That won't go. You can't put that there. I said, well, if you know what, if it sounds right, it works. Mm-hmm. That's how I, you know, and I told him, I said, I think that learning that way robs people of creativity because it's telling that they're out there in their head thinking, well, no, that, that shouldn't work. So they're not even going to try it. Where if you don't know it, if you don't know it and you try it, it may or may not work. Yeah. But, but learning how to read or learning anything technical is very helpful. Like, I mean, but also you have to look at like, like, uh, I mean, let's, you know, a guitar player. Let's say, you know, you got the guitar. Let's say Robbie is totally learned by the book. He learned how to read. He plays everything he does, you know, is well, he was talking cl- classical music earlier, right? Or whatever. So I only sing, you know, classical on this guitar. I mean, he was telling us earlier, right? So let's say you got that. And then you got, let's say me, let's say I learned I never learned anything. I don't even know what a fret is. You know, the stainless steel frets? What? I don't even know what that is. You know? Diode. But I play. A diode. <laughs> See, I don't even know what a diode is. Okay? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just trying to say, it, I think it depends. It depends on the person. It depends on the player. Because you can get somebody that's totally self-taught, and they put all their emotion into it, but they really suck. So it doesn't sound good, no matter what. But then you got somebody by the book who, who like knows everything, but then they really play from in here and, and they sound, they have put more emotion into it than the guy that puts totally motion into it, but the guy that can't play at all. Does that make sense? Yeah, know. yeah, I agree. So I, it I really depends so. on, the, on the person and the player. No, there's a bunch of people going through my head right now as you're saying that. And like I'm identifying people that are exactly what you're talking about. I think there's a combination to it, too. I think that knowing all about it helps, but it's the most important part is to not think about all that when you're actually playing or composing. To let the feeling and emotion come out with what you're doing. Johnny, as a priority, your, your idol said it best, Johnny. It's music theory, not music fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and but that you know was who my said point. that first. <laughs> was his That's music what... teacher? Oh, oh, really? <laughs> his, his music teacher is the one that said all that stuff, and yeah, that's where he got it from. But yeah, I, I've had that argue. Well, I'll not say argument, but I've had that discussion with my son. He's like, "No, you can't do that," and. And 40, you might agree with this. And I watched, oh, I watched the interview. The other, I'm going to send you the link, Johnny. It's, it's interview with, with uh, Charlie, Rex, and Zach from Pantera. They were interviewed the other day, but they talk a lot about Eddie on there and, and Van Halen. But mm-hmm. um, so he asked, he asked Zach about, playing dime stuff and he was making 
and it was a perfect comment. Zach's like, well, it's weird because, you know, you're doing this progression and you know in your head it should go here next or should go here. But Dime didn't do that. He took it somewhere else completely that shouldn't work but did. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that, that was my whole point. Because if you know all the theory, you're not even going to try that where most people wouldn't even try it because, well, it's not supposed to work, so we're not even going to try it. Well, well but that, making, that's my like, problem with it. But it, but you're it, you're making it sound like everybody that knows theory is like well, snobby I, I just and said some people, and, not everybody. And no, I, I'll tell you now though, I've uh, I learned. I mean, yeah, I took guitar lessons when I first started, but then it got to the point where I could figure out the stuff I wanted to learn faster than the teacher that was teaching me. So so I stopped, and I start. I was just totally self-taught after that watching live without a net to learn you know all this all that stuff right um and then and then basically uh you know i've i've been in bands for years i was i mean not that it matters but in a way it does i was signed i i was i was do i've i've been in major studios i lived with a major songwriter so i've been around a lot of people and this is without me knowing music theory or how to play the piano or any of that stuff. So I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. And then fast forward to just a few years ago, I go back to school and I start taking music theory classes. I start learning piano stuff. Okay. And not that I, I, I totally know how to do all that. I don't, but I, I basically got my feet wet in some of that. And and I grew up on the Eddie, on Eddie, you know. I mean, I you saw me. I was talking to Andy Summers, telling him I wanted to be Eddie Van Halen. But when I met when I, for, when I heard Andy Summers, I'm like, Andy totally changed everything for me. Andy Summers comes from the music school. He learned all that stuff. He went to, mm-hmm. to classical guitar in college. You know, he knows. I mean, the police—they're major musicians, right? Um, but let me let me just say uh, when I when, when I went back to school a few years ago, when I learned basically some theory and whatever in piano, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known this way back in the day. Um, not that it would have changed the way that I would have gone musically, but it totally would have added to it. It makes you think faster. It, it to- it's math. It makes you totally figure out. And, yeah, you can figure out, oh, yeah, that won't work with this. But if it sounds good. It doesn't matter if technically on paper, if it doesn't work, if, if it works with the year, it works. So I would say to anybody out there that that if you're self-taught and whatever. Learn, definitely try to learn some some theory and and uh, learn some piano. Everybody, any every musician out there should be able to play the piano because it's visually you see the notes on the on the keyboard you hear it and i don't know if you guys saw when i was at guitar center a couple weeks ago when i was sitting there playing that keyboard i was having a lot of fun even though i was messing up anyway i hope some of that makes sense well i i I find that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i find that people consider music theory like how to write contemporary stuff and they don't really delve into like the classical music theory is a whole nother ball game. I mean, it's a totally different ball of wax. Oh, that's that's you way know? more technical, way more 
I mean, you really, really have to go deep into that. But no, what I'm saying, though, man, is is uh, if if you can write like, yeah, we can we can we can make up a riff. OK, I just have to record this or remember it. If anybody can write, you can pick up a notepad, put uh, some clefts down, place the notes and, and there it is. And sight reading. I mean, Nashville, I mean, all those players that if you can sight read, you can get any gig you want and you'll beat out anybody that's, oh, I'm self-taught. I can't read. I mean, it's it's it, it's it's totally makes sense. But it again, it depends. And that's right. Sky. <laughs> Wait, where is it? The Johnny Bean music music course is forty nine ninety nine. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no. For me, when I was, I read just about every classical composer's biographies and if they were available, autobiographies. Many of them had scores of music that they wrote. And for me, being able to understand that, to kind of read it so I could hear it in my head when I'm reading the notes where they are and, and, and stuff like that helped a lot in reading the books. I'm not really into sight reading, but... What I would do is I could look at something like that and go over it in my head and then play it without looking at that. Mm-hmm. So I did it in that context, but it wasn't like direct sight Mark reading. Dylan. Yeah. All, all I'm saying, though, is if you can read, if you're skilled in anything, whatever that is, you'll be much quicker at, at whatever it is than somebody that, well, you know. I mean, let's just, you know, we could actually take the test. Let's look at the, our fretboards and somebody say a note and, and say, hey, what, where's this note? And see what who key can go is to this? It. Yeah. What key, what key is this? Yeah. Yeah. What fret is a key of A? I mean, that's, that's theory. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. That's a, the, hey, man. I mean, like, I have, I have very minimal, I don't understand how somebody could play a gig without having some theory. Because sometimes it is, I mean, it is fly off, you know, off the fly, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're like, hey, hey uh, you know, blues in, blues in A or, you know, whatever. And then you you got to go into that. It's like, how are we going to pull it up? Cheech, I'm not in a hotel room. I'm in my uh, 28-year-old's, <laughs> uh, I, I'm in my 28-year-old's house. Um, that was a dorm room. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, but, yeah. But somebody that played guitar all day, every day, while their brother went out and partied, you know, Eddie Van Halen, yes, I think he did know some theory because he did play the piano. He did a lot of that stuff. I mean, it, when, when I started taking piano lessons and I started learning some of that, I'm like, Eddie had to have known some of this stuff. He had to have. Um, but what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> anybody that 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 just plays nonstop, plays nonstop, plays nonstop. Of course, if they go and they jam with people, they got that stuff, that sound burned into their brain. I worked at a guitar store, and 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 well, you guys know this. You guys work in guitars. We had a, I had a little mallet and an A, uh, uh, bell. When I'd go to tune a guitar, I would hit that bell, and it would make the dung. You know, it yeah. would make this sound. And it was an A. And I, I got that, that sound burned into my head. So mm-hmm. anytime I pick up a guitar, ding, I can play an A and it's in tune. 
I mean, I don't want to try to prove that now, but but I, I can do it. <laughs> well, that's what that that's what helps so much when you're uh, setting up like Floyd Roses and stuff because you're constantly tuning. I hated and, doing that. And I mean, uh, if you know what it sounds like, then you can bring it right up. I mean, you adjust it, you do your claw. Oh, that's a little sharp. Bring it down. You know, you can get it really close before having to use the actual tuner. Saves a lot mm-hmm. of problems. Mm-hmm. But I've done it for so long, and it's it's just second nature. Yeah, but anybody that's been playing guitar forever and ever and ever, you can throw them into any situation, and they'll be able to play because that's just what they do. They're used to it. That's how Eddie was. But I do think that he did know some theory. It just makes it just. The more I think about it, and Alex Van Halen apparently did learn all that stuff and does know all that. Well, the other thing about the Eddie Van Halen thing is, I mean, the guy played so fast. I mean, there were a lot of sour notes in there. When you go to play it back and you play it slow, they're like, you know, his landing note, the note, his, uh, his, um, his, uh, what do they call it? The resolution, how he resolved the end of it wasn't correct sometimes, but it worked. So, I mean, like, you know, it's a, it's the way that you resolve the, you know, the, the scale or, you know, it's, it's how you resolve it. Lynch talks about it as well. It doesn't have to be exactly what it's supposed to be. Sometimes it's not perfect, but it works just like it did for Ed. So it's all about the resolve. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. music. Yeah, that's, that's the tension in music. That's how, when, when the, after the verse, when the chorus, once, once the pre once that chorus kicks in, that's the relief. That's resolve Mm -hmm. it. Like, ah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. How do you resolve it? Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But Eddie, I mean, he, he did a lot of interesting stuff and I mean, I love everything he did. Everything. I'd rather hear him play, you know, one note than, than most other people play a million notes. Because he had that feel. There's just there's a feel there. There's something, something certain. But then Eddie also had he had a, a lot of licks. If you listen to him doing a lot of jamming, like at Nam jams and stuff, the same over and over. You, again. you hear a lot of the same licks, yeah. you know, over and over. And that's why some of that stuff you're like, yeah, it doesn't really fit. You know, it might not fit. But then again, it's Eddie Van Halen, and yeah. it, and it 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 it's like it it's. I mean, it, it works. Yeah. Right. Chief? It didn't matter. It didn't matter how many times he played the same licks over and over again. As soon as those lights went out and you went to go see him at the show and he came out with that opening lick, it didn't matter how many times you heard it, bro. You still got goosebumps, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you knew you were seconds away from those lights coming on. And he's going to be standing in front of you ripping, you know, and you're going, there oh, he yeah. is, man. You know, there he is. You know, I'm yeah. in the presence yeah. of greatness, you know? Yeah. So. Well, see, that's why, and I know you haven't heard it yet, but uh, Thunder Dude Fifty Four uh, uploaded those the the Diver Down we were talking about earlier, this Diver Down session, and there's some soloing on one of these tracks, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't think that's Eddie. That doesn't mm-hmm. sound like like that. So that's that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'll listen to it again. Yeah. But and you'll hear it too. Um, what time is it? I know you're probably, well, you, you don't have to work tomorrow because you're not at home. Who, me? Yeah. No. What time are we, what time are we going till? Well, I mean, it, it's 10 till to make it an even three. I was going to give away some okay. guitar picks. Yeah, I was going to say, 
let's listen to some of this together. If yeah, you want, I don't care. Before yeah, we split. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean on here, though. I mean, once we're done here. Yeah. But Are you going to get in trouble? Oh, no. You mean in the green no. room? Okay. Yeah, in the I green understand. room. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, anyway. All right. Who wants some Simpsons guitar picks in the chat? I think they're pretty cool. Uh, like I said, they might be worth millions of dollars each. I don't know. Homer I, just, does. I have some. Some company sent me these years ago. See, they there's got Duff, holes in them. There's Duffman. <laughs> there's the Simpsons. Yeah, they have holes in them for some reason. Um, why did that change? That's weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now it's because everybody's wearing blue. And and uh, I'm I'm using I have a blue screen apparently, green screen. Hey, there's I wish Spark. I could, yeah, I wish I could remember what company these are. It probably says on there. Anyway, I've got four of them. Okay, I will spin. Are they thick? They're 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 like Fender heavies. They're like Fender heavies. All right. Did you ever give away one of your basses? No. That's right. I was going to give uh, my bass guitars away. That's like a year, couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm going to do all that. Okay, Laz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a great purge. Here. <laughs> yeah. The By the way, I just yeah. bought this. I paid 50 bucks for this, but it's worth 3500 so. So I want twenty five hundred. <laughs> no, I want forty five hundred. <laughs> oh wow, where'd you get Zora? <laughs> See, that's where you do the thing where it's like here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? That's my grandson. This is rugby. Rugby. Oh, you wow. can't hear me. Oh, he looks pretty big. He's a big boy. Oh my goodness. He's he's a monster. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Here, John, I'm gonna give you a pick. Here. Oh, dude! Thank you, man. Oh, it's a Bart Simpson. <laughs> okay. See, we Let's... got everybody. We're really in one room. It's like Hollywood Squares. We're in yeah, we're place. all just in one room. It's like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. I've been watching all that stuff at night. Uh, uh, we sat here today and watched TJ Hooker all day, dude. <laughs> and it was what, amazing. What, what That's year? Captain amazing. Kirk. That's Captain season Kirk. Season three. We watched season three all day today, dude. I I have the box set of. I think I have the first few seasons. I used to watch those all the time. I know all those episodes. All right. Amazing, kinda. amazing. Yeah. Well, that's the Shat. What do you expect? Shatner is the bomb. Yes. Best captain ever on Star Trek. Yeah, I agree. He would have been great on Star Wars, too. Okay. I think he could have beat Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> All right. Who wants Simpson guitar picks? Let's go ahead and do this. And then after we're done, we'll, you, we'll listen to some of this. And I, 40 Grit, I want to get your opinion on some of this. Okay, we got Simpson's guitar picks. Oh, I got to show you. You guys can't see. Okay, Rock we Daddy got a Bart a Homer. Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson guitar pick. 
All right, the winner for that pick goes to... Bart Simpson guitar pick. Pooh Ninja! Pooh Ninja! Pooh Ninja! Pooh Ninja, you won a Simpsons guitar pick. Bart Simpson. All right. Pooh Ninja. All right. Next one is uh, the Simpsons family guitar pick. That one goes to... Oh, crap. It's supposed to be drum roll. There we go. Drum roll. Simpsons family guitar pick goes to Larry Riker. Commander Simpsons Riker's brother. Guitar pick, Larry Riker. All right, Larry. All right, next one. Remember, you guys have to text me, too. All right, this is uh, Ralph. Whoa, sorry. I just yelled. Ralph Wiggum. My daddy shoots people. <laughs> <laughs> He's excited. I don't know, G. I think the corniest uh, cop show, Laxley Detective, was Cannon. You remember Cannon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good Lord. Did you met, it was amazing. He could get out of that Ford and catch the guy in like like two seconds. Brilliant. How did he move that fast? Not visible. All right, not. Ralph Wiggum guitar pick, not visible. If we can't see him, you can't give it to him. Yeah, I know. All right, and the last one tonight. It's going to sky prop. Oh, yeah. Duff man. Duff man. Are you ready to get duffed? There we go. Guitar pick. Sky I think problem. these are official picks, actually. What? Duff man guitar pick. Goes to. Sky Timothy Lay. All right. Duff Man guitar pick, Timothy Lay. I know, Peggy. He was huge. And he, he, he'd like catch people that are like, you know, 95 what pound was? sprint runners. And all of a sudden, you know, there he is. He's got them. It's like, <laughs> what? He couldn't even get in the car. He could get what? out of the car. I mean, it was crazy, man. The Rockford Files, if you wanted to drive like a maniac. Yeah, but Jim Rockford was cool, man. I mean, his uh, dad was better. Mm -hmm. That that uh, James Garner is a terrific person. I remember meeting him, man. He's great. Oh, Nicest awesome. guy you ever want to see, man. Anybody remember the show Vegas? Yeah. With Dan, Dan Tana. Tana? Yeah. Yeah. Dan Tana was on that one. Yeah. Hey, how about how about Mannix? Anybody remember Mannix? Yep. No. Street Street hey. of San Francisco. I I saw that. So if any of you guys are winners tonight, four one five nine five two three two six three, text me, and uh, I'll send that off. Hey, you got it. You got to mention Kojak, who <laughs> loves you, baby. Wait a minute. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Is that a scorpion pop? That is a caramel sour apple. 
That is a caramel lizard. <laughs> Ned would like that. Thank you, channel members. Thank you for your continued support for this channel. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Love you guys. See you next weekend. You guys are awesome. See you next week. We love you, baby. Thanks for yes. everybody watching. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Guitar ASMR show. Where I'll, I'll be, be there. Working. Yes. I'll be there. 40 Grit will be there, and I'll be I'll be working with three monkey solderless cables. And I'll be playing uh, the Music Man Wolfgang. Or <laughs> the Music Man Wolfgang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Music the, Man Wolfgang. Play the Ernie Ball tomorrow night. <laughs> the Ernie Ball Wolfgang I'll be playing tomorrow night. Okay. Hey, Quincy. Quincy was like a detective, but he was a Quincy morgue guy. He's a doctor, yeah. He was a doctor detective. You're right. All right. Good, good, all right. Don't hang up, Forty. I, I want no, you to hear I'm not this. going to. Yeah, I, I want to get your your uh, your info. No, all right. Not. Again, you guys, uh, click. Beretta. Well, anyway. All right. We got 54. Well, uh, crap. I should do that. Here, you guys, we're going to listen to some of this once we get off air. I want you guys to jump over to the chat over here and say, Johnny Bean sent me. And I will talk about this stuff on Tuesday for OU81 Tuesday, my Van Halen show, exclusively Van Halen. There's the link in the chat. Click on that link. Listen to that. And uh, drop some comments on that video saying Johnny Bean sent me. There you go. All Please. Right. There it is. Please. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. John Bean TV. Bye-bye. Thank you, first of all, very much for joining us. Uh, but Thank now you. we've got Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Hi. How are you? Is that Johnny Bean? Yes. Hey, man. How are you? <laughs> hey, good to see you, man. It's been a while. Are you still living in San Francisco? <laughs> yep. <laughs> You guys, you guys know each other? You guys I, hang out? I, I bet yeah, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> uh, what's your question? Ready? Ready. Hi, this is Andy Summers, and you're watching Johnny Bean TV.